Cal Amya Consulting is here to assist with all your consulting needs. Parenting classes, doula consultation, homeschooling guidance, and much more. Get the needed assistance from those with experience who understand the plight of life and are here to help. Contact us for a free consultation. Check out our website at www.horconsulting.com for more details. my phone let me send out this reminder to everybody to tune in to the podcast D E M L A W done blazing on the track boy Stop the Let's start the conversation. Hey, shalom, shalom, shalom. You have tuned into About Them Lost Podcast. You're listening to your brother, Rami is in the building. Happy Sabbath to everybody. Happy Sabbath to everybody. Happy Sabbath to everybody. Pray everybody had a productive week. Uh, how was everybody? Let me bring in my beautiful real, real quick. Hey, shalom, Masha. Happy Sabbath. Shalom, happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath to everybody. How was your week, baby? <clears throat> it was good. I pressed to the most half of the day of rest, <laughs> but it was productive nonetheless. Very interesting week. Um, I know a whole lot been going on here in Chicago. Um, not topic today, but I got some topics lined up to deal with what's going on here in the city. Of Chicago, the Windy City, or Chirac. Um, what's some other names they got for uh, Chicago? Um, I heard two new ones. Man, I should have wrote it down. What's what? Murder, Murder Midwest. Murder Midwest. What else they got there for Chicago? I got some 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 other names. It's a lot of issues, and trust and believe. We're going to be discussing them very extensively um, moving forward um, on About Them Laws podcast. But again, um, happy Sabbath, Shabbat Salam to everybody. Um, glad everybody's able to tune in. I pray everybody had a productive, safe week. Pray everybody is eating good, exercising, um, as always, study, fasting, and praying. All right. And, um, Last but not least, building, building with your family, building with believable brothers and sisters. All right. So, um, I know y'all saw the title. 
Um, and this is a, a very, very, very serious conversations. And um, I want to always address serious things because we're living in a serious time. We are a serious people. And, of course, we'll add our humor, you know, um, to kind of um, cope or bear with such serious information. But one of the most serious topics um, that our people do not like to discuss, but it is inevitable, it happens every day, all day, is death. Is death. One thing that we, we do not want to think about a lot of us um, um, probably think we ain't never going to die. Some folks live their life that way. Some folks live a careless life. But nonetheless, death is in, am I saying it right? Inevitable? Inevitable? Inevitable. Inevitable. All right, don't ask me to spell that. <laughs> but um, it's a, it's a very serious topic. And um, in this conversation, we have to take that long look in the mirror and discuss something that a lot of us really don't want to think about, uh, really don't want to come to terms with, but that we must prepare for. I'm going to say it again. It must prepare, that must prepare for. Hey, um, happy Sabbath. We got um, Princess, uh, Princess and I is in the building. All right, peace and blessings to you as well. Happy Sabbath. Pray you had a, a, a very safe and productive week. Um, don't be ashamed to comment. You know, what I'm saying those that are on the live that we are on YouTube, on um, King Rhymes YouTube page. Just if you didn't know, we are live every Sabbath at noon on King Rhymes YouTube page. So, just in case you didn't know, or you can catch the rebroadcast. The rebroadcast on the same page and also on all streaming networks on the podcast, all right? That's about them laws podcast. It's about them laws podcast, all right? But today's topic, prepared and unprepared, dealing with not only death, death is, is a piece of it, dealing with all the aspects of you. Um, This conversation is, is extremely important if you're married. If you have children, and it's important uh, 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 with those two different tiers, it's a lot more grave because you have other people attached to you in a different way from anybody on earth. So um, I want to um, grab this definition real quick. Um, anybody that know me, you know, um, this, this, this is a topic that, um, funerals, death, it's sad times, bad emotions, but nonetheless, it's going to happen. And you have to, and, and, and guess what? The Bible talks about this stuff extensively. As much as we talk about the blessings and, um, our cup running over and the windows opening up and, but do you know how much death is in the Bible? And not talking about the um, actual being put to death, but the customaries of death, the order of death, the uh, different um, 
responsibility, different laws we have pertaining to death. And a lot of this stuff, no, we want to talk about, you know, we want to put our minds somewhere else. But guess what? You know what's, what's, what's crazy about this particular uncomfortable conversation is that death is unpredictable. Nobody knows when their time is up. Nobody knows. Only the most high knows. But knowing that you're going to die, how are you prepared for it? Like I said, the overwhelmingly bulk of our people don't think about it. So when an unexpected death happens, guess what? That unexpected death, I, I'm I'm going to just give some personal testimonies of my own. I, um, I'm 40 years old, all glory to, to, to the most high God. I done seen a lot of death in my life. I done been to more funerals than I want to remember. Um, I know a lot of folks that passed away. I say out of a hundred percent, only probably 5% of them actually had things prepared for the person that passed away. Everybody else, it was a scramble. I done seen folks get into fights. I done seen families break, break, break bad, even worser trying to put that specific loved one in the ground. They didn't know things cost so much. Who's going to take care of this? Everybody got their own various responsibilities. Um, a majority of our people don't save. A majority of our people don't have that emergency fund. And overwhelmingly, majority of our people do not have no forms of insurance. I think in the past, uh, check me out a little bit. I think GoFundMe and things of that nature came about, what, maybe 10, 10 to 12 years max? Or is it less than that? Somebody help me out online. I think it's less than 10 years. I ain't heard about it 10 years ago. It got to be less than 10 years. Less than 10 years. Um, PayPal was around before them, right? I think I think PayPal was around before GoFundMe. I should have researched this a little bit um, before I'm discussing on. Forgive me on that. I believe PayPal because I remember um, years when folks were saying you can send money to somebody. PayPal. This is the PayPal. Um, GoFundMe, I think, came later on. But nonetheless, these two different means. Um, folks utilize to try and get funds together to just to to bury someone and I know um, for the most part a lot of our people don't care you know what I'm saying it's it's um, if I die you better look out for me it's kind of that sets up we family so take care of it but that's actually unscriptural and if we are um, saying that we love God and that we're in the Bible and you look in the Bible and read the Bible, you will see that's not actually how you're supposed to operate. Especially if you're married, especially if you have children. It shouldn't be well, um, if something, um, if the Most High takes me from here, then now it's the burden of who's left alive that might be my wife 
or the children or anybody in my close surroundings or folks I don't know is responsible to try and take care of my family now or trying to put um, funds together to even just put me in the ground. And a lot of this is hard to stomach. This might be one of the podcasts that probably get the, the, the lowest response, the lowest, but I'm, I'm, I got a lot of information. I'm not going to talk about this and just talk about the badness of it. But as always, we're going to have tools. We're going to have solutions that you can use pertaining to anything that we talk about. I'm also, um, after I'm done with this live, with this podcast, um, on a YouTube video, I'm going to put all the different, um, things we discuss, discuss in the, um, description. So folks will be able to click this stuff and get to the things that I address in this podcast. All right. So I want to bring up, let's get into it. Um, Ash, anything you want to, um, 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 say before we, before I get started again, this is a very serious kind of conversation. And I hope you're serious about it. I would encourage you um, if uh, that you send this to your friends, your families, because we don't cover a lot of information. I'm going to use some examples, and then we have to take that long look in the mirror at who we are and how we want to be remembered as. How we want to be remembered as. And this will vary. Different folks got different levels of what they want to be remembered as. But as we go through this series of, 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 of scriptures and as we go through all these different articles and presentation, we have to take being prepared serious. Because there's a lot of things in place if you're not prepared. It's a lot of things in place. And we're going to address each one of those as we go. So I want to, um, first and foremost, bring up the definition of prepared and unprepared. I want to just um, assume that we all have a common knowledge of what those words mean. So um, bear with me a second as I pull this up. I want to pull this up real quick. I'm going to pull up prepared. I'm going to pull it up first. Everybody can see that. I'm going to make it big. Prepared. It says um, properly expected, organized, or equipped, ready. I want you all to see it again. When you're prepared, you have a properly expected, organized, equipped, ready. That's prepared, all right? Let's go to unprepared. You might say, well, that's the opposite of that. I want y'all to be able to see this. I want to be able to read it. For those that are listening to this podcast, I want to be able to um, show you, for those that are visually seeing this podcast, um, watch this real quick. Bear with me. I want to take my time with it. I want to be thorough. Um, here we go. So we got unprepared. You know, I'm getting this from dictionary.com. Anybody can Google this and see the same things for themselves. It says um, unprepared. It says having made inadequate preparations 
having made inadequate preparations. What what does inadequate mean, Ash? You know, you do, do you know what I know? I don't want to keep putting up all these dictionary words, but if you can give us a layman's term, street term for inadequate preparations. Inadequate, an uneven amount, an uneven, uh, 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 an, a not equal amount of preparation, having made inadequate preparations. Let's look at definition two not made ready or prepared. That's a little bit more plainer English, not made ready or prepared. Look at definition number three for unprepared. Done, <clears throat> excuse me, done without preparation. Do you see that? Done without preparation. So um, I, I want to frame this because we don't go through a series of things of being prepared, what you should have prepared, and what unprepared looks like. It's a look to it. And you don't be able to, to judge the matter on, okay, am I preparing or am I just leaving it up for everybody else to, 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 to take care of um, my last rights, to take care of my family? And once again, for a lot of folks, <clears throat> they don't care, you know, like whatever, you know, so I'm dead. I don't care. Y'all figure it out. But as we go through the scriptures, if you are a repentant brother, a repentance of you love your husband, you love your wife. If you love your kids, you will be prepared. Remember, uh, death is inevitable. It's going to happen. We just don't know when. We don't know how. But we can prepare for the aftermath to a certain extent for things to continue without our presence being there. And I know that's something folks don't want to deal with. Let's crack jokes. Let's laugh. That day is going to come. And husband, your wife would have hoped that you ain't just leaving her with her behind out. Hoping somebody else love and care for her as you did wife if you loved your husband don't leave which if you husband and wife or mother or father with the kids don't just expect that folks is gonna just take care of your kids you don't know what folks reactions would be if you're not around anymore you would think you would hope you would expect, you would even pray. But the reality is a lot of things change at the folks die. A lot of things change. Some folks don't be the same way they were when you were alive. They, they cared or they did what they did because of you. You're not there no more. Some people was the glue holding everything together. Once the glue is gone, what? All the pieces scatter. So I'm going to get into it real quick. Bear, 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 bear with me. 
I'm gonna go to Romans 15 and 4. Just a few scriptures. Then we're gonna get into some visuals because I know how people are visual. But I wanna always frame this and base this off the scriptures. So nobody don't think I'm just giving my vain opinion. Oh, this is how you feel. Everybody got their own opinion. You do you, I do me. No, we gotta do what the most high saying doing. And he actually speaks about this stuff specifically in the Bible. So we don't talk, we don't go to Romans chapter 15, verse 4. The book of Romans, chapter 15, verse 4. And it says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime was written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. <clears throat> So this whole Bible is what was written for a time. It was written for our learning. And what we're going to learn is going to give us hope. It's going to give us some assurance. It's going to make us be able to cope. It's going to make us be able to make sense of all the chaos that we are seeing. So from now, go to Ecclesiastes. <clears throat> The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter um, 3. I'm going to read the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1 through 2. I'm going to read that. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. I'm going to read that again. I want everybody to understand that. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. What is he talking about? Well, she's going to make it a little bit clearer. Verse 2. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill. And a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. I'm going to go back to verse 2. It says a time to be born and a time to die. So a lot of time we sit here and be like, hold on. <clears throat> it be a lot of babies. You know, me and my wife recently had a baby. And my wife, um, let me bring her up real quick. Was you the only one inside the maternity ward? You said how many? I said, were you the only one in oh, the maternity ward? Not. I think there was like three or four people that was in labor when I was in labor. Now, when you uh, be in these hospitals um, and a baby is born, what happens when, when a baby is born? Um, let me bring you back up. What happens? You know, it's nurses. It's no, I'm talking about they, they usually play a, a music, right? When, when, whenever oh, a baby... Say, whenever a baby... A huh? I think it's a lullaby they play. Yeah, they, they play a little certain type of um, baby type of song every time a baby is born. And the maternity ward. I don't think they play that throughout the whole hospital. They play it specifically throughout the maternity ward. And that thing was going off on the regular. So there's lives being born. Uh, 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 babies are being born. Now, in the same token, not, not, it ain't just in that hospital. It's hospitals all. And matter of fact, a lot of folks don't make it. Some folks have it at home. They have at-home births. Some folks have births trying to get to the hospital, some, somewhere, anywhere. But every day, all day, Life is coming into the earth. 
Now, in the same verse, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 2, a time to be born and a time to die. At the same time, folks are being born on the regular all across the globe. People are also dying. Life is coming into the earth. Life is what? Leaving the earth. So whether you believe it or not, the Bible is a true book. <laughs> it's the, uh, and even if you don't believe it's a true book, it's defining, it's defining a true reality that we can relate with. We have seen birth. We have seen death, right? So from there, Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 9. It's a time. The Lord said... A time is going to come where life is going to come to earth. A time is going to come when you're going to leave the earth. We can't get around that. It's going to happen. Hebrews chapter 9. I'm going to read verse 27. The book of Hebrews chapter 9. Verse 27. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this is, but after this, the judgment. I'm going to read again. As it is appointed unto men once to die. So again, in the Bible, in the New Testament, it's being understood. It's appointed. What does appointed means? It's selected, chosen. It's going to happen. If you are breathing right now, you are going to die one day. I know you don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. But us not thinking about it can't be to the extent where we're not prepared. And when it comes to my people, we're not prepared. Now, maybe this ain't the narrative for everybody. I'll say it again. I've been the, the most highly blessed me to be on the earth 40 years. I done seen a lot of funerals. I done seen a lot of death. I'd have known folks. I'd have known too many people. And I'm telling you from my own life experience that I built on the earth, at best, we ain't rounding down. When you round up, about 5% of them was prepared. They had some type of, type of, type of money. If, if my memory served me right, I believe a lot of those folks who had of, them, of that 5%, was folks that was in the military. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, if you was a veteran or something, they take care of certain different things if you if you pass away, if, if you served in the, the military. I could be wrong. But everybody else had to try to scramble. They had to try and raise money. Folks, I know folks who had to sell things. Had, had, had to try and um, get money from all type of places. 
had to do all type of um, wrong things just so somebody could be sent off right. I know a few instances that that, um, the confusion was so bad that nothing got done. That it was no funeral. Folks could not even get along to the extent to even put a person in the ground. F you. No, F you. No, F you then. No, 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 no. And it was it. Wasn't nothing did for the loved one that they had. Watch this. Romans 14 and 8. Let's go there. Romans chapter 14, verse 8. The book of Romans chapter 14, verse 8. It says, for whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. Is, is that in y'all Bible? Is y'all seeing this? I know a lot of folks, you know, you in your own world, you your own man, you your own woman, you know, you do your own thing, you're a grown A man, grown A woman. Most High said that all of us belong to him. Whether you live and die, you belong to him, Right? That's what that. So watch this. Let's dig a little bit into it. Go to Proverbs, and we're finna get right into it. I'll pull some more scriptures as we touch on the different things to show that show you in the Bible that this is biblical. This is what we actually supposed to be doing, and a lot of this stuff ain't being taught like that. A lot of folks ain't bringing a lot of this out because, first and foremost, we don't want to think ever about dying. We don't even want to think about our loved ones dying. Think about our kids dying. Even though death is all around us, folks dying every day, day in, day out. We just hoping, crossing our fingers and praying that it ain't us or no one around us. But my brother, my sister, understand you're going to die. Are you prepared or are you unprepared? So Proverbs 13, I want to read this. Now. I, I want to play a video for y'all. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. I'm in the book of Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. I'm going to post these scriptures too, so um, that can be inside this live chat when um folks want to rewatch this as well. The book of Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22, it says, A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children. Hold on, let me read that again. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Can I deal with the first part of that? It says, And a good man leaveth an inheritance. To his children's children. Now, what makes you a good man? Is it because you um open the door for the lady and, and close? I mean, that, that's a part of being a good man, right? 
is a, is a, 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 the Lord. The thing about the Bible is going to give you all the different tenets of what a good man is. We can have our own worldly view. Oh, a good man do this and a good man do that. But guess what? God defines a good man in the Bible. And not just one. Um, for one thing, it talks about a, um, what's good. The good is keeping the commandments. So a man that's keeping the commandments. I'm going to say it again. A man that's keeping the commandments. Start with the man first. A man that's keeping the commandments is going to make sure that he's leaving an inheritance, not just for his children, but for his children's children. Children's children would mean the kids that your kids will have. Children's children mean these are your grandchildren. Am I am I mistaken, Ash? You're correct. Children's children. Oh well, hold on. What you talking about, man? You know we struggling. We oppressed. Deuteronomy twenty eight. Man, the white man, and, and and all that is true. But this scripture is in the Bible, right? Romans fifteen four. These things written the four times was written for our learn. That's in the Bible. Is there any way to fulfill this verse? Is this just a verse that could only be fulfilled way back when? Is this scripture unfulfillable? This is there an expiration date to Proverbs 13:22? No, it's not. And we don't go through it. But I want to place now, now, mind you, we have a lot of situations. Now, mind you, I understand this, sisters. I understand. We're not finna get into the, all the details on why your child's father is not around. The child is in your custody. The child is in your care. You doing your thing, raising the child. All glory to the Most High God for that. But you too have to fall within this. If the man ain't around due to whatever the circumstances may be, you as the mother have to fulfill this. You have to have, what inheritance is you laying up for that child? Yes, it's the father's responsibility first and foremost. But it might be some dynamics that between you, that man and the most high. Or it might be the flip side where the brother have the child and the woman don't went and whatever. That's between you, that sister still, and the most high. But the law of God is that inheritance supposed to be left for the children's children. So let me show y'all something real. I, I, I know I, this is a little bit old. It's a little bit old. I want to play a video real quick. Bear with me. Um, it was a celebrity that passed away. I'm sorry. I don't even have my ticker going. Oh, she ain't told me nothing. Got to put my ticket at the bottom. With, the, with today's um conversation. Okay. So let me play this real quick. Bear with me. Let me put my disclaimer up. Put my disclaimer, fair use, fair use, fair use. All right, bear with me, y'all. I want y'all to pay attention to this. 
Can we all see that? I'm going to make it a little bit more bigger. All right, here we go. Anthony Johnson, the comedian and actor who played the memorable Ezel in Friday, has died. He was 55. His rep told The Hollywood Reporter, We lost an icon. He will be greatly missed. He has left us with amazing memories of his laughter, dynamic acting skills, but most of all, his enormous personality and heart of gold. Sometimes credited as A.J. Johnson, the Compton, California native and stand-up comic appeared in the I Got the Hookup film series, among other projects like the Kid and Play classic House Party, Menace 2 Society, and Lethal Weapon 3. Johnson is arguably best known for his hilarious performance as Ezel in 1995's Friday, alongside Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. Ah! Oh, I, oh, I'm suing y'all! Oh, I'm hurt! Oh, my neck! Ice Cube said on Twitter, sad to wake up to the news about A.J. Johnson passing away. Naturally funny dude who was straight out of Compton at the same time. Sorry I couldn't bring your character Ezel back to the big screen in Last Friday. For more on the life and career of Anthony Johnson, go to THR.com. For The Hollywood Reporter News, I'm Tiffany Taylor. Was y'all able to see that, Ash? Was you able to see that? No, I haven't seen that. All right. Uh, what was y'all able to just, was you able to see the video clip? Absolutely. Okay. So um so um this particular um brother was in the movie Friday. Um he played I believe a crackhead. I don't know, I believe it was a crackhead or an alcoholic in the movie Friday. Um he was a um would you say he was a, a real big time celebrity, kinda like um middle class celebrity? I know he was a comedian. He was a good supporting actor. Okay. Okay, let's 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 go with that. Um, a supporting actor, but um, he passed away, right? And um, and you and you'll think that you know, man, folks was in movies. I see, I see folks on the big screen or small screen. I see him in different skit, sitcoms here and there. I see him um on different comedy tours, and you'll be thinking, man, folks making all this money. That's the that's the deception of social media. A lot of folks think um when you when folks post a picture that they're living a certain type of life when it's really not like that at all. Now, um he has a wife, right? He was married. And um his wife was on TMZ. Okay. There's some things I want to say about TMZ, but that's for another conversation. But um, they had on, on TMZ, and I want, I, I want to play this real quick, then we're going to have a conversation about what was said on TMZ. So let's play this real quick, all right? I did the GoFundMe. There's $700 in there. Um, a few of my friends cash at me, and I made that clear i got like another 400 um but no it's it's like you say y'all say i love him where's the love y'all not helping like i get the calls or inboxes saying y'all raising money you trying to no we're raising money because i have to pay for this all out of pocket i'm asking for help but if i don't get it it's fine because i'm not leaving my husband in there like that you know what i mean we're gonna have a service I'm going to do everything I know he would have done for me. It's, it's just hurtful, you know, like 
I would not be asking if we had it or we had a policy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not the one, you know, it's people that saying that they're going to give money. We haven't received it. If I just look at it right now, it's, it's all out of pocket. Just to bury him in the funeral services alone will be close to 15. I asked for 20. I mean, I would give the kids, split among the kids is four. But if it's nothing left, it's fine. Um, I want to put them in Rose Hills. But if we don't have the money to do that, we will have the service and I will cremate him. If you guys want to give or they want to give, I would appreciate it if they don't. That's them. But just please stop the fake love. Please stop the fake calls. Please stop the fake texts. Please. That just for our family. And when I say our family, I mean me, the kids, and the grandkids. Just stop it. Just stop. I'm going to stay busy and I'm going to work. I'm going to work in a couple of days. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about this. I apologize. I'm not going to worry about this. Whatever happens, happens. It's God's will. I'm going to go to work in a couple of days. If I had the strength, I would go right now. I don't have the strength. It took everything in me to get on here and do this. I'm going to be all right. We're going to be okay. Did y'all hear the audio? I'm going to play it one more time. I want y'all to be able to hear it. Um, that was his wife. And I want to play it again because this is just something that that the world was able to see. A lot of us have seen this behind the scenes to play um, with different folks all the time. When somebody died, do you know how much chaos it is? Depending on the gravity of care that 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 folks um, have for them, it's hard to even wrap your mind around a person being dead. How can you then try and handle business? And God forbid, ain't no money. So now she said it was. I'm gonna play it again. Let me play it again, and then we don't have a conversation about it. All right, because again. The Bible say in our repentance, uh, now we know who we are. Knowing who you are, it's a lot. It ain't just, hey, I'm Israel. Hey, Shalom. It's so much more to this. It's so much more to this. And it's not being discussed. Nobody won't discuss it. Because now we start getting to rules, structures. And all. no, 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 no. I want this truth, my walk, my journey. To, to wrap itself around how I feel and want to move. When the most high got a blueprint laid out already. It's just his blueprint don't really fit into the things we like to do, you know. We want to, hey, hey, we want to get it. But let me play this again, and then we finna have a conversation, all right? Let me play this again, all right? And um, prayers is up for her. Um, I, I, I. I believe the money was more than enough money was raised. I believe like 50 grand was raised, something like that. Um, but look what had to happen. Now, once again, this person was a so-called celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Suppose you would think the folks got money. They're doing it big. Hollywood. But I want you to listen, brothers and sisters. 
And I want y'all to take some inventory because can this be you, brother? Can this be your wife? Having to do a public outcry to put you on the ground? Let's take some inventory. Let's take something from this. Let me play this again, all right? Listen good. I did the GoFundMe. There's $700 in there. A few of my friends cash at me, and I made that clear. I got, like, another $400. But, no, it's it's like you say, y'all say I love him. Where's the love? Y'all not helping, like. I get the calls or inboxes saying y'all raising money. You trying to No, we're raising money because I have to pay for this all out of pocket. I'm asking for help, but if I don't get it, it's fine because I'm not leaving my husband in there like that. You know what I mean? We're going to have a service. I'm going to do everything I know he would have done for me. It's, it's just hurtful. You know, like I would not be asking if we had it or we had a policy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not the one, you know, it's people that are saying that they're going to give money. We haven't received it. If I just look at it right now, it's, it's all out of pocket. Just to bury him in the funeral services alone will be close to 15. I asked for 20. I mean, I would give the kids, split it among the kids is four, but if it's nothing left, it's fine. Um, I want to put him in Rose Hills, but if we don't have the money to do that, we will have the service and I will cremate him. If you guys want to give what they want to give, I would appreciate it. If they don't, that's them. But just please stop the fake love. Please stop the fake calls. Please stop the fake texts. Please. That just for our family. And when I say our family, I mean me, the kids and the grandkids. Just stop it. Just stop. I'm going to stay busy and I'm going to work. I'm going to work in a couple of days. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about this. I apologize. I'm not going to worry about this. Whatever happens, happens. It's God's will. I'm going to go to work in a couple of days. If I had the strength, I would go right now. I don't have the strength. It took everything in me to get on here and do this. I'm like, I'm going to be all right. We're going to be okay. <sighs> um, Ashi, I'm coming to you first before I give my uh, reflection on... um. um what's your reflection on what, on, on what we just heard? So, I'm definitely sending my condolences to the loss of the sister's husband. Um, it's unfortunate to hear, you know, you can hear the stress in her voice that they are unprepared to bury him and everything like that. But I do hear that she says she need help, but it's just not everybody else's responsibility to bury him. It's not everybody else's responsibility. So my reflection is it's unfortunate that they were not prepared. And her own thing, she said, they have children and they have grandchildren. I'm pretty sure you got family and friends. Um, but it's not nobody else's responsibility to bury him. He has children and grandchildren. So I think the family should have rallied together to do it. Or unfortunately, when you don't when you do not prepare, they do have things that's called potter's field. 
well, they bury people that are not prepared. The person was dead already. So, I mean, if we want to have an honorable funeral service, those are things we should prepare for. So, that's my reflection. Okay. Um, I'm going to start at the beginning of the audio. Um, she said they had $700 in the GoFundMe. Um, she, she mentioned that, you know, somebody, uh, it was another additional $400 coming, which will make it, what, $1,100? Um, um, and then she said that the funeral was going to cost, for, she asked for $20,000. The funeral was going to cost, um, 15000 I believe, the numbers she that was throwing. Um... And she was saying that she was going to try to go back to work. And I think the reason why she mentioned so much about, because um, folks will call you. See, the thing is this right here. A lot of times you think a lot of folks that's around you is there in gene. Like, I, I believe the way she, and once again, this is all the processing of thought and death. Somebody close to her that she loved is dead. So now it's a whole lot of calls coming in. And folks inquiring and she have to explain and re-explain and re-explain and re-explain, re-explain, re-explain. Like I said, I don't know if folks done been around death before and had to plan funerals and know how much repetitive repeating of a situation you don't even want to talk about. And on top of all those different things, you don't even have the money to put the person in the ground. I think that's where the stress came in at. See, what she shouldn't have, what, what she shouldn't have did was kept people who have not been in contact with him. She shouldn't have had to keep repeating the situation because they just call him for information. They not calling. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what happened to him. I just want to just send me your cash out. If they not just trying to automatically help off the women, they just want the information. They shouldn't have been privileged to get, get the information, but not help her. And I think the amount of calls and the amount of help didn't equal. Mm-hmm. So that's why she's frustrated, right? You, you know what's crazy is that um, and 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 this is all don't go in line with being prepared. Majority of the time, the wife definitely ain't even a person to communicate and plan nothing. It's somebody else that's supposed to, like I said, with preparation. This is the designated person that's going to handle all that. It's a person that's obviously. They're close, but not that close. Or you can have a, a completely outside person whose job is to step in and piece all that together. They would be the communication piece. They'll be the, uh, hey, look, this is what happened. This is a statement being put out. Anything forwarded here. A lot of folks don't even know the overwhelmness of trying to grieve and plan at the same time. It's damn near impossible. Depending on the person, depending on the way they died, depending on the gravity of so many things, that is the most chaotic time ever. 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 So, um, again, 
it's it's a lot, and even from what the the sister um posted, I mean, was said on TMZ. We we really still don't got the totality of what's really going on or how the whole operation. And we just getting the sound bite. She trying to communicate that you know, um, and of course you know folks know who he is, so you know they have folks that gonna reach out and try and inquire. And seventy five of the seventy five percent of people just want the information to go out and say they spoke to you and this is what they told you to kind of clout chase, try and make it seem like they more involved than what. They really is. But, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really uh, at the amount of calls coming in don't equate to those who will financially care. Does that make sense? Because a lot it of does. folks trying it's to exactly inquire like on what's going on with the situation don't mean they really care. They just want to be able to say, well, well I talked to her and she told me this. And I, you know, is you understanding what I'm saying? That ain't just in Celebrityville. That's in regular life anyway. Let something happen to you. It's going to be a bunch of folks that might have knew you 10 years ago, might have knew you 15 years ago, ain't talked to you in a year. Yeah, you know, I was just wondering what was going on. That don't mean that they care or love for the person. or It definitely don't mean that they're going to give some financial support to that current situation. Is everybody following what I'm talking about? Now, while all that's still going on, it's days going on. Um, the body can only sit in that place for so long before they put it in Potter's Field. Potter's Field is where they throw all the bodies at. Is everybody following along? Preparation is serious. We have to think about these things. It ain't saying you have to think, think about this all day. Every day I'm thinking about dying. No. You have to know, hey, one day I'm going to check up out of here. Lord's will, it would be later on if it be the most high will, but I don't know. I don't want my husband or my wife or my children to be exploited by someone by my lack of preparation. Understand that. We have to have the preparation. Once again, I'm going to read Proverbs again. Proverbs, um, and I got... They don't, I got a series of scriptures we finna go through. Proverbs chapter um, 13, verse 22. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. So first and foremost, brothers, and secondly to, you know, the single parents that's, that's holding it down. You have to be looking at what will happen if you're not around? What you have in place? And it got to be a little bit more than you just hoping someone look out for your little ones. Hoping that your relatives, well, uh, um, uh, it's things have to be legally, righteously put in place. And we finna go through the scriptures and show you the different things that's in the world that's at our expense that don't really cost that much money that can take care of all these different things. So watch this. I'm going to bring up um, about funerals. I'm going to bring up about funerals because a lot of us know absolutely nothing about funerals. We know nothing. 
We bump into funerals once somebody died. You don't know what the average rate of funeral is. You don't know um um the cost. You don't know the intricacies of what's needed. It's just somebody died. Hey, we have to go to the funeral. Then once you walk into that funeral parlor, you are at the mercy of that particular person. And whatever they're telling you, and your and, and once again, somebody just died. You hurt, your mind messed up. It's all over the place, and uh, and this person is just telling you, "Hey, we do this, 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 da 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 da," shooting off numbers, and that's all it is. Ain't nobody going to three, four, five different funeral services, comparing prices. Who got the best deal? Who don't give me the best? You don't have that kind of time. Somebody died. The first one to pick up the phone and tell you what it is, that's what it is. I don't know nobody. Ash, now let me know. I'm talking about my 40 years of experience on, on, on this earth that the most high gave me. I don't know nobody that went around price checking and trying to find the best deal on a funeral service. Have you? I know of people who already planned their funeral service, but price checking and talking about it all the time and having family discussions. No, I haven't. I don't know anybody that had done, that. Done have anybody that. said, well, you know, Leroy and friends, they charge a 15, but you know, Jethro and Buchanan, they charging 13. And you know, Shaniqua and Data and them, they do it all for 10 racks, but we want to do it big. We can go to Luther and sons and they didn't do it for 20. Nobody know they're, they're going right for this stuff. Why is all this important? You have to think about it now. Don't leave that in the hand of your husband. Don't leave that in the hand of your wife. Don't leave it in the hand of your kids. I think you know how they, when you have weddings, they have an event planner, like you Mm -hmm. were saying earlier, there should be a neutral party that the family should discuss to appoint this person to deal with matters like this. You're jumping so ahead of me, baby. It, 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 who are close that, that stuff is in place. Those things are in place. If you're preparing ahead of time, when you prepare ahead of time, there is people that you, you that you arrange yourself, they will take care of all that when it happens. So watch, let me bring up this real quick. I know we love our spouses, we love our kids. We love our family. And we would hope, we would expect for them to be able to hold it down if we die. But that is not a 100% guarantee, brothers and sisters. I know many families. Now, I only speak for my friends. Some folks got good families and know they hold it down. But that's rare. I don't want y'all to sit up here and, and be delusional. I know folks who died and they and they left folks hanging. I know kids that went to the state when 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 the, when the parents died and they got family members with money. No, I, I spoke with my husband. He don't want to take on our kids. Have you heard that before, Ash? Yeah, your sister married. That man didn't marry her to take on your, her, her family member's kids. He said no. And they and, and no is no in this house. No might not be no in your house. I know situations like that. 
Oh well, whatever. They'll look out for my kids. No, your kids is, is awarded to the state now. Cause nobody and in the family plant don't take care of no little kids. To plant don't take care of no teenagers. Go ahead. And we gotta understand that <clears throat> just because somebody says no, it's not a form of hatred or envy or strife. It's just, just like you were surprised, they were surprised, and they're not prepared for mm-hmm. that situation. They're just like you weren't prepared. Now you need assistance. They're not prepared as well. So when somebody can say, well, you know what? I would love to, but I cannot. No, I don't have it. Or no, I can't take these children in. Or no, I can't do this. It's just no at that point. We got to be true to thyself. We got to be, be, be able to be honest and speak transparent. That's just the, 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 the truth for the matter. I know it's it's not pretty. We don't want to accept that. They can't be right, but it is right. So let me pull this up real quick. Like I said, we, we've been digging to it. Um, we got information. This conversation is going to have a lot of information in it. It's going to have a lot of links, video. We're going to touch on a lot of different stuff because a lot of stuff we know nothing about. We come face to face with death and funerals when it happened. Nobody did no pre searches and researches and I know how much this is going and no, no, no. But right now, through the spirit of the most, we're going to try and get this information out. I would encourage you to, 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 to share this podcast, share this video. Let folks be able to get this information in the forefront of their brains. Take care of the necessary measures, and then you're good. But, some, but, but you don't want to be that person that leave it, leave it for somebody else to figure out, and that person don't have the capacity to deal with it. Many people take loss bad. They can't function. Understand that. Watch this. So let me pull up this real quick. Bear with me. Hey, happy Sabbath to everybody who just chimed in. A lot of folks been coming in. Happy Sabbath to you. A law keeper from 44. Fire, man. Happy Sabbath. Uh, last, uh, first, last. Happy Sabbath to everybody chiming in. I'm loving the comments. Keep on posting the comments. You know, let's continue the conversation. Um, let's deal with the funerals. Once again, who knows the 411 on funerals? Do Groupon have, have different deals on funerals? <laughs> I know Groupon, I don't know if they, if they still big like they used to be. But um, I know they used to, um, I don't know if they got packages. Hey, like I said, do um, Luther and them got it going for 15? And Is it competitive wars going on? Is, is it coupons? Is it coupons for funerals? If you die during the holiday season, they, they uh, give you 25% off? Do, do they have an Easter Sunday sale? If you die around the resurrection. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to add a little humor to it. Um, <laughs> but um, let me pull up this video. Bear with me. Let's check this out real quick. I'm Sarah Sedentoff. I'm an estate planning and probate attorney in Atlanta, Georgia. Who pays for funeral expenses? Ultimately, the answer is that the estate pays for funeral expenses. But because this is one of the first things that happens, and the estate will not have formally been set up by a judge, 
and you won't have an estate bank account to write a check from, someone may actually end up fronting those expenses and then being reimbursed. The best way to proceed is to tell the funeral home to bill the estate, but then you actually have to get on getting the estate started and paying them. If you're the executor or the person Sprout. who made the funeral arrangements and the estate can't pay or is being slow to pay, you may have to pay. So keep this in mind when you're making funeral arrangements. You do want to consider how many assets are available in the estate before making those decisions. And also keep in mind that if there is a way to have cash available uh, set aside for that purpose, it's a good idea because as soon as someone dies, you can't access their bank account anymore, even if you were formerly their power of attorney and will be their executor as soon as you're appointed. So this can be a crunch time. Eventually, the estate will reimburse you, but someone may have to pay out of pocket in the interim. If you've got more questions about estate debts, I'd be happy. So, um, have y'all ever heard of an estate? A lot of stuff you think deals with big families. With kid, kid. Do you know you and everything you have is considered an estate? I ain't dealing with just like, oh, you gotta be Michael Jackson or Jay-Z or some famous person. No, everything you have legally is termed as an estate. Now, even when somebody died, do you know certain things you can't do? Like, like I said, it's important for you to think ahead of time. It's certain folks that's married, um, but they got, but they ain't, but they ain't been with their husband in twenty years, and then I'm been with another man, or they've been with another woman for ten years and got a family with them. You know, if that person died, do you know who has rights to everything you have? According to this system that we're in. That woman that he ain't been with, that, that but they're on, they're legally on document papers. She has a right to him, or, or he has a right to her. But all this get blown up once somebody died because anybody took care of no business, anybody prepared. When, when once this happened, these are the different things that you get presented with. Understand? So watch this. So that was a quick little synopsis. I got a little bit more for you now. I'm letting folks, because this ain't my professional field. I, I can't articulate these different points. I want to have the discussion, but the information that come out, I got to have it come from people that's actually within the field. All right? So the information is on point, it's concise, and it's correct. I don't want to be just um, half-lagging it, you know, winging it. So I got another video. I'm going to be showing a series of, of videos. That's why I said the information is going to be here. I hope you get your pen, your piece of paper, and your Bible, of course. Because we're going to be pulling scriptures to all these different points that, that, that uh, we're going through. All right? So let me pull up this next one. Today's topic is how to pay funeral expenses. When you think about a f funeral expenses, you, the price can vary dramatically from, from one funeral to the next, depending on the family's personal choice of whether they pick out a two or three day visitation 
and the funeral service, uh, whether they do a direct burial or direct cremation, all of these things equate into what the total cost of the funeral would be. Also, you get into what type casket you select, what type vault you select, and what cemetery you're going to be buried in that would add to the cost of the funeral. But how do you pay for these expenses? Well, made up in those expenses are also things like uh, removal, picking the body up at the place of death, bringing them to the funeral home, whether the family chooses for the person to be embalmed, uh, whether they have visitation for one night or two nights, each of those things add to the cost of the funeral. The facilities themselves, the funeral home, whether you have it at the church or at the funeral home, the type hearse, the type flower car, all of those things equate into the total cost of the funeral. Some families choose to use a credit card. Some families choose to pay for the funeral expenses all at one time. Some families choose or have life insurance that they will assign to the funeral home to pay for the expenses. But in today's society, many families choose to prearrange or pay for the funeral in advance, meaning in advance of the need, in advance of the death. Many families come to the funeral home, they select the type service, the type casket, the type vault, the type arrangements that they want for the for the themselves or uh, a family member, and then the funeral home can get a total on what that cost would be at today's price. Then these. In- I, I, I want to interject real quick, um, and, and we're going to get right back to it. Is y'all seeing all the different things that you have to decide on? Do you think you can decide that if somebody that you really love close to you just died? Like I said, do do not let Hollywood and let um movies and media. I've been around real death. I've been around folks mourning. They're not able to talk. They're not able to think and reason and say, I want this casket. I want this. They minds are flatlined. That's how we saw the brother wife. She said it took everything for her just to get up here on TMZ and talk and say something. She going through it. I have seen it. More times than I want to remember. Some of y'all have seen it, but y'all ain't interpret that information into preparation. As unprepared as we've seen so many examples, we have followed suit in the same thing. We are repeating the same cycle. But the Bible say different. And we're going to go through it. I'm going to show you line by line each thing that's in place in the earth that other nations have prepared and, and they put their money towards with no scriptures, with Israelites, we have the scriptures and we're unprepared. We're banking on somebody else to take care of the most serious and intricate things for us. So let me get back to it. Because this is who you'll bump, bump, bump into once you're crying 
You all jacked up because your wife died, your husband died, one of your children died. You, you and, and and you all messed up. And this dude hitting you with all the different things. Hey, you know you want this, you want that, but it'd be beautiful. You know, I think that'd be real nice for the family. And and you just who don't want the best for that person that died. Who don't want, hey, give me that. I, and then you look up. Yeah, that's going to be about $100,000. What? I only got $700. $700 ain't even going to start the car up to go and get the body and take it anywhere. Watch this. Individuals can put that on monthly payments on three years, five years, or ten years down the road and make payments on the cost of the funeral. And the good thing about that you is, make is it, the funeral home, many funeral homes will lock in or guarantee that price, be it today's price, and it may be 10 or 15 years down the road. The way they can do that is they have to take the funds that the family gives them and place that in some vehicle, either a trust fund or an insurance policy in the deceased name that will accumulate or grow with interest from today till the time of need when the death occurs. So that's one of the ways that families today pay for the funeral expenses. Uh, the other is they use their life insurance. The other is some families uh, divide the funeral cost up and to put it on credit cards and put, to put two or three or four credit cards or four family members' credit cards so that each one of them can make the monthly payments. And some funeral homes also provide a payment plan to where the family can pay some minimal monthly payments for a three or five year period of time. So that's how funeral expenses are paid for. So y'all heard that, right? That that was a very technical and kind of um, generalization of the different things um, about a funeral. It's, it's, it's options within there, you know, um, and we don't get into the options in detail. Um, you're able to 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 put, put play monthly things on it. Um, it's insurances. Um, we don't touch on all that, and we don't show that this stuff is actually in the Bible. You, you wouldn't even believe this stuff is actually in the Bible. It's high time for us to really take our repentance serious, right? So, I told y'all again. Um, that when someone then died and it's time to plan stuff, if it's the most, um, if it's the people that's most closest to the individual that died is doing it, if they're able to do it, they're going to be getting played along the way. Because believe it or not, a lot of these folks in the funeral homes, what is their job <laughs> at the end of the day? Their job is to do what? <laughs> Make money. To get as much as they can out of every funeral that they have. That's the business. You're just bringing the body. They worried about the business. You're worried about the body. So I saw this video. I don't know how old this is. I I think it was a couple of years ago. I seen this video. I don't know what made the brother put it up. Um... (laughs) I'm pretty sure he's no longer employed by that funeral uh, company, but he just kept it real on what, on, on what really be going down with funerals, giving you the 411. 
So watch this real quick. I'm going to bring this up. Once again, I'm bringing videos of people who know about this, who can articulate it. So and when folks replay it, they're getting concise, accurate information, right? So um, because guess what? You're going to die. I'm going to keep repeating that, brother, sister. You are going to die. You're going to die. What's going to happen? Have you prepared for that? Or is you leaving that in the hands of everybody else to figure it out? Some folks may think that, you know, oh, well, you know, my congregation might uh, is going to take care of that. Is you sure? Is that in writing? <laughs> is that binding? Is that in writing? Or is you hoping that that, that congregation remembers you? And let's say if they do um, take care of the funeral, you was the breadwinner. How is funds going to come to your house now on a monthly basis, weekly basis? Is that in writing? Is, 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 are you begging on them to be able to look out for your family? Let's be for real. Your family deserve a for real consideration from you. So watch this real quick. Let's pull up this brother right here who um who um blew the whistle. <laughs> yeah, whistleblower. All right, watch this. Y'all see that? Let me play that. I do want to take this opportunity to um, spread some education amongst my people, and I'm going to forewarn you that the the information I'm going to share with you uh, can be disturbing to some, it can be angering to some, it may uh, be hard to stomach, but we're going to talk about it because a place where people waste a lot of money is on funerals. I don't ever really jump when people holler funeral, and the reason for that is, is I spent a significant part of my life working as a family service counselor in a funeral home. I have seen every aspect of the funeral business. I know it like the back of my hand. Okay, from scraping up your brains off the street, putting them in a bag, taking you to the corner. Once the corner give me the call, I can come pick you up. I come pick you up, clean you up, call my man in to embalm you. I dress you up, put you in the casket, service, to the cemetery we go, burial, cover, flowers, hug your mama. That was my job. Now, let me tell you something. I was trained specifically. I was trained specifically to find out how much money you had to spend and to spend it all for you because I collected a 30% commission. So if you had $20,000 funeral policy, insurance policy, it was my job to try to get you to spend $20,000. Okay? So if they taught me to do this, then I'm thinking they taught everybody to do the shit. Now, I had a hard time with this after I had made some money because I say, man, this lady's husband just died, and I just spent $15,000 on his funeral, and she can't pay her mortgage next month. See, because that's what insurance is for, to help the surviving members keep on going after that family member is gone. Now, with GoFundMe, that's different because that's not insurance. That's asking for help. But the bottom line to this situation is, y'all, funerals are a waste of money. Hear me and hear me well. There's no such thing as an airtight casket. I have put people in the ground. A year later, the family's moving to another state. They want to take that family member with them. I make it a point to tell them they cannot be present when we exhume the body. The reason for that is, is because that airtight casket that I sold you wasn't really airtight. 
and is actually filled with water at this point, and your loved one is in there floating around in water, deceased as can be, okay? Do we steal jewelry? No. The jewelry will be in there floating too, or if it done came off the bones, but it gets real fucked up underground. And I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. We barely get any rain. So if caskets are filled with water in Nevada, then imagine how much water they got in Georgia or New Orleans. I'm telling you, funerals are a waste of money. Dead is dead. And you can do a decent home going if you know what you're doing and you're not dealing with shady people for $5,000 or less, depending on how overdramatic you being. Because people in the funeral business are taught to take advantage of your emotions with a very, very plain look on our face, something like this. Yes, ma'am. I understand. It's going to be all right. Is there going to be credit or cash? I did this every goddamn day. I didn't care if it was your baby or your grandmama. My job was to get paid. So understand this. When you're dealing with funeral home people, okay, it's about that money, it's about that money, it's about that money. And these people collect 30% commissions off of your emotions. I was very good at this. I didn't care who it was, who died, what. I had to get paid. It's a very cold-hearted man's hustle. You know what I'm saying? So just understand when somebody gets to hollering and screaming about a funeral, tell them, don't spend all that goddamn money to put in a hole in the ground. And I'm done. You do what you want to do with that information. My family know what to do with me. Peace. Um, did y'all hear that? Ashley, was you able to hear that? I heard every word. Was y'all, it's, and I wanted to show that video because I believe that it was highly necessary. It's highly necessary for us to understand the psychology on the other side. On our side, we hurt, we planning, we trying to figure things out. Um, on the other end, they're trying to capitalize, because this is business. And the least prepared you are is the more vulnerable you are. Like I said, I know folks that did all type of stuff just to put somebody in the ground. Is that going to be you, brother? Is that going to be you, sister? We're going to get into some scriptures. Because we'll sit up here and say that we, we, we're keeping the commandments. Let's see if y'all knew about these laws pertaining to death in the Bible. Is you keeping these laws? Are you glorying these laws, making sure that you fulfill the needs? Because there's people out here, like I said, we in the we in a sick, sinful world. Dude told you with a straight face, hey, he, he finna get his 30%. And let me tell you something, the most high made that brother reveal that. Because there's folks in this business that are so charming, so believable, you would think that they... Let me tell you something. I'm testimony time. <laughs> I gotta get a um, sound bite for testimony time. I've seen people sit up here and cry with you. We talking about funeral folks, folks, folks with the planet. They'll sit there and cry with you. Whole, I mean, you would think they knew your loved one too. 
and like um he said, their job is to make sure you spend all that money. He gets 30% of that. He'll cry with you. Hey, he'll fall out on the floor with you. He'll do all the, or she'll do all the extra things to, 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 to. he said, um, ain't no such thing. You know, I've been hearing about airtight seal caskets since I was a little kid. Quit thinking everybody out here is, oh, it's loving people out here. It's, it's, it's folks that care and, you know, no, this is their business. This is money. He said that's a cold, a cold man's hustle. Okay. Uh, let's grab one more. Now, now um, 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 what if we run into what our, pip- our people typically always find themselves in is not being prepared. Somebody that sporadically died for whatever reason. And now, um, we have to take care of funeral expenses and death thing. I found this video. This 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 lady articulate this stuff so beautifully. I, I'm gonna play this video, so y'all can be able to see it here. And like I said, some folks can explain things a lot more better. That they're, they're in the field, so they're, they're giving you concise, precise information. So check this out. Then we finna get into the different um. The different tools and the different affairs that you got to get in order. Brother, sister, you have to get your affairs in order. You have to get your affairs in order. If you're a believer, and we don't prove it with the Bible, because some folks are just waiting, ain't no Bible, ain't no scriptures in the Bible. Oh, yes, it is. It's just a lot of these places ain't talking about that. Because you start thinking about death and preparing. And then you don't have enough money for these other things folks got going on. You have to put that money towards preparation. Because that's going to happen for sure. So watch this. Let me bring up this lady right here. Listen good. Can y'all see that? All right, let's go. Listen good. Recently, I have been in a predicament or around a predicament, maybe about four or five funerals lately, that the person who have passed does not have life insurance. When your loved one passes, usually they're going to end up at the morgue from the hospital. The first thing that I would advise you to do is to start calling funeral homes. Start calling funeral homes. Do not tell the funeral home you have life insurance when you know you do not have life insurance. Be honest with them up front. Go in, talk to the funeral home, let them know. Like I said, keep it honest with these people because they're going to work with you as well as you work with them. After you make your package deal with the funeral home, you plan on a date. things that don't come in that package what well, I hadn't found to come in that package from the funeral home and that is the church your pastor and your obituaries now what I have recommended before is people make their own obituary get the colored ones from the funeral home take the colored ones print off more copies of that 
less expensive for the family to have a funeral on a weekday. The church service or whether you have the services at the funeral home, now the funeral home will let you have your services there and it's included in your package. Here in Charlotte, they're not going to bury you before the funeral is paid for. My go-to is GoFundMe. Some people do multiple GoFundMe accounts. I, I don't know how that actually works. You're using social media to get donations to help bury your loved one. I would absolutely recommend share. Share, 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 share. Let's not just share it with your friends. I need you to share with everyone. I've seen a lot of people do the yard sales. Do a yard sale. You will be surprised what a yard sale will pull in. Washes, raffles. By the way, I recommend fish fries, cookouts, sale plates. I'm seeing miraculous things happen at these memorial fish fries. Hold on for a second. I, I, I want to interject real quick. I have seen what this lady is giving you different solutions. If you find yourself in that unprepared predicament. I have seen this over my course of life. When I, when I saw this video, I said, you know what? I've seen this actually happen in real time. I've seen folks do fresh fries. I've seen folks um, try and sell things and do. I have seen folks do this. Why? Because they're trying to what? Get the money up. Because a lot of folks, like I said, I've seen folks. I, didn't, I, I have not seen folks just give money without getting something back. Sadly to say, even in death, and when nobody said, oh, well, I'm going to drop $50, $100, no, no, no. You better get them a plate of food. They better be getting some, some fair exchange for their funds. Because, you know, they, they, they knew him, but they didn't know him like that. When it comes to money, folks say, well, I really didn't know him like that. And like that means just to give free money that I don't get nothing back for. So she giving tools. I hope everybody's paying attention. If you ain't, she, she, um, talking kind of fast. So of course, you know how to replay it, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and catch all the points, but she giving you different solutions. If you find yourself in an un, a unprepared estate, what can I do now to be able to fulfill this, um, obligation of, of, of burial, a funeral, right? So let's get back into it. I'm going to go back a little bit. People do the yard sales. Do a yard sale. You will be surprised. I've seen yard sales. I've seen yard sales. A whole lot of them. The yard sale will pull in. Washes, raffles. By the way, I recommend. She said um, that point right there. She said do a raffle. That means that uh, if you buy so many tickets, you can you can win this TV, you can win this, that, and other. You you it, you you're um, doing a raffle. Fish fries, cookouts, sell plates. I'm seeing miraculous things happen at these memorial fish fries. I've seen these kids put off five, six thousand dollar funerals in like three, four days. I, these people are doing these things at their homes, the home of the family, where everyone is already at. I've seen cookouts go on four days, non-stop, no sleep. 
cookouts, raffles. We had people donating tables. We had people donating chairs. We had people donating food to be cooked for the fish fry. We had people that didn't even have that. They came in and donated their time. They donated cakes. And I've seen this actually pull off each and every time. I encourage my clients to pick out what their loved ones are going to wear. Pick out who's going to do their hair. Pick out who's going to do their makeup. Do not leave that thing up to the funeral home. Usually these people who do their hair, that, that did their hair when they were living, did their makeup when they were living, will do those things for you for free. You're going to put your mother or your father. Can I touch that real quick, um, um, Asha? I know a whole fight broke out at a funeral when they opened the casket and they saw the way the person looked. In the casket. Have anybody else seen it? I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> when who who did this? now? Man, the person already did. You now you think that the funeral home know how to do makeup? She touching on a lot of different things that could be a trigger. I seen a full fledged fight at a funeral over makeup and what the person had on. Full-fledged fight. So again, if you know certain folks used to go to this girl to get their hair did or go to this person to get their hair cut, she said you might want to have them folks do do that for them for the funeral. And this time I saw, you know, folks that's going, that's going to have, you know, a, a, a public, you know what I'm saying, an open funeral for everybody to see. These are the different things that it'd be best for you to prepare ahead of time for and not place on, um, um, leave it up to whoever afterwards. Is everybody following what's going on there? Once again, this is a lot of information that you have to sit, sit down and create a, a checklist. That's what being an adult is about. That's what, that's what being a husband about, being, um, um, having, um, being a parent is about. Or being a guardian is about. I know this ain't nothing we really want to talk about. And for the most part, a lot of our people are selfish and just going to leave it up to whoever to do whatever. It don't matter. I'm dead. It don't matter. But that's unscriptural. So watch this. Let's get some more on that. Um, anything you want to add? I, 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 we want to, I know we, we're touching on the whole the person mind. that does the makeup is not included with most packages and it's called a mortuary cosmetologist. That's an extra fee. That's actually a career too. I knew a dude that did that. I knew a dude that did, I didn't know what the hell that was. Said, what, what? He said he made good money. So I said, you, you put makeup on dead bodies, but do you realize that they, funerals are every day. That's a never-ending business, a never-ending set of clientele. And if you're real good, you would be in demand. He did it for multiple funeral homes in multiple surrounding states. Not just for one place. You're real good. Folks are, ooh, that person do a, do a good job. You are a contractor, and they pay well. Remember, the dude just told you they trying to make you spend that 20 racks. And, and he himself get 30% of it. Now, what's the name of that title again? Because it's a lot of sisters that do makeup, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't not get, get on, I ain't not saying nothing about birth. cosmetologist. Actually, my sister is going to school for that. 
Say it again. You, she don't mind it. Say it again, Ash, nice and slow. A mortuary cosmetologist. That's the person that does the makeup at the funeral homes for your loved one. It's not, they're not an employee of the funeral home per se, but you look them up and then they have a fee because if you rely on the funeral home to do it, that's when you get upset because they are not skilled or that's not a specialty that they have there. That's not a specialty that they have there. So I hope everybody's writing this stuff down. You know, but um, I, I want to um, definitely interject for a second to um, mention how me, myself, I see the whole fight break out because of the makeup and because of the clothing that the particular person had on. And it was like, why the hell you got, I don't want to identify the sex of the person, but that's what it was. All right, so um, let's 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 get back to it. And, and 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 when the fight popped off, that was the end of the funeral. There, you know what I'm saying? Then you know, and, and they got into a fight with the folks who was there, the, the funeral people. <laughs> so you know, it, 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 and these things, folks, are filmed and put up on YouTube for laugh and jokes, but it's a serious matter, deadly matter in, in some cases. So let's get back to this. Let's finish hearing this on a blue, pink, purple, beige, whatever color you put them in. Coordinate the family with that so that you stand out. A pastor. A lot of times if you're a church member, your pastor will donate his services. Be able to have a dinner in your church after the funeral service. These things are not worked out with the funeral home. These are worked out with your church, your pastor. Judy Williams is. Judy Williams is a mother of murder offsprings, candlelight services. Here in Charlotte, if you have a child that is murdered, we have candlelight services and we have candlelight visuals for them. And these services, she does them concurrently now for mothers of murdered offsprings only. That service, she runs it at a free price. Um, another great thing, if you're looking for money for that, she will collect money at the candlelight service for you, but she takes it directly to the funeral home. On a couple of occasions, the mother of murder offspring candlelight services Miss Williams does, that is bringing over $1,000. Mother of murder offsprings are for murder victims. There's another side of this, and she can do for people who wasn't murdered. Um, the last time I think I checked with her from those services, she does charge $150 for that service. If you were doing a cash funeral, she would take up donations at that. And I've seen each time she took a donation to be close to $1,000, putting you closer to your goal. She, Judy Williams runs both of these. Both of these are her things. And Charlotte is so grateful for Miss Williams. Um, I'm someone passes. I put them in touch with Mike Davis. Mike Davis has been, he's helped me um, on several occasions. I not trust anyone in anyone else's hands other than Mike Davis. That, that is my funeral go-to guy here in Charlotte. Catch him on Facebook, Mike Davis, um, here in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's a black gentleman. So um, she she go through a series of uh, different folks that um, fulfill certain necessary roles pertaining to funerals or trying to raise funds for funerals or different intricacies that a person would have within a funeral preparation. So, again, a lot of these different things that, you know, folks looking for careers – and folks looking for different niches 
to um, make a career out of, these things I needed. We already know that there's a lot of um, dishonesty and trickery, dickery, doc stuff in the industry itself. It'd be good once again for repentant brothers and sisters to fulfill these necessary gaps. Don't why why don't uh Israelite have a funeral um a funeral service business? How come we don't have our um what's the name of that um um thing again, Ash? Mortuary cosmetologist. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure it's other it's other different um fields of expertise that's, that that they have as well. That these are different things that. Israelites can do and should do, and we have somebody righteously to go to. That that is governed by the laws of God. That in our time of need, we're not gonna get hustled. We have to think about these things. We have to have facilities in place to be to be able to hold um a funeral or a viewing or whatever the case may be. We need our own grave. You know, it's a lot of land. It's land everywhere. Do anybody know any, any, any Israelites that got, um, 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 cemeteries? Jewish people have them. Yet they plotting everything ready. They know they got to be in, be in the ground by evening. These different things we don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? We we shuck and jive and repeat a, a whole lot of different things. But when we really start getting into the real laws and stuff, we know where to be found. We'll leave that up to somebody else. I know um, te- testimony time again. Since I've been um, in this truth, on this journey, on this path, um, let me see. Just shooting from the hip. I know at least ballpark about 10 people over the course of time that then died and that had to be inside somebody's church, somebody's um, mosque. Could be because once again, preparations ain't in place. You understand what I'm saying? And the folks who um take care of the business, take care of the business according to their terms. So a brother or sister could have been wearing fringes, so forth and so on, keeping all the customs and laws of what we're doing, but in their death, they were sitting inside um Ebenezer Baptist Church, folks shouting and we got all type of situations going on in the choir stand and all this over that righteous dead body. Because it wasn't no pe- pe- preparation. Like I said, again, this conversation might go in one end out the other folks who I don't care about. I ain't finna do all that. Some folks don't believe um, 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 that that much. They believe up to the extent that they are currently doing right now. They ain't trying to really fill fill in all the gaps of this Bible. So watch this. Let's get the um, 
Before I start getting into the different um, affairs that we got to get in order, I have to touch this because this is, is, is a reality. It's many brothers and many sisters that have repented. All praises to the Most High God. But guess what? Everybody in your family ain't repented. It's a lot of brothers, a lot of sisters come in and their kids ain't repented. Some of them still might be trying to live that what? That street life. Is everybody understanding what I'm saying? And God forbid we pray that they wake up, repent. They um, do what the most high. They see the value of who they are. See the value of their bloodline. See the value of who they are and repent and get on board and be reshaping all the good stuff. But some of folks, they... <laughs> They're in these streets. And the streets are the streets and, and, and things happen. And now that particular believing brother, believing sister, or believing family have an unrepentant son or daughter that fell to the, way, the wayside and they have to be put in the ground. Now, now the reason why I mention this is because you believe in brother, you believe in sister, you know the life that they live in. Now, man, you, we're talking about young folks. When folks are grown in a certain age, even then, too, if possible, if you can, you should have some insurance on them. You know that they live in a life that's reckless. A lot of these folks, you know, they're out there uh, um, sadly selling drugs, sadly selling their body, sadly doing things. At a young age, if they're at a young age, you should try and make sure you have some insurance on them. Uh, um, you hearing this here? Well, God forbid, because if they might not even be in your house, something happened to them. Guess who responsibility is going to be to put them in, in, in the ground? I want you. I, I know these conversations we don't talk about. We want to put the facade that we are, uh, that everything is 100 and we super duper Hebrew. But a lot of folks got family members, uh, family members, even children that don't believe in out here doing what they do in these streets. But God forbid some, some, some happened to them. Then guess who have to try and bury them? You do. This, this can be an unexpected expense. You have to have that in mind and you have to be prepared for it. I saw an interview. um, Now, man, a lot of this stuff, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said we have to address this stuff. I saw an interview um, on on YouTube with um, this comedian, and he addressed something pertaining to that. And I want to interject that because a lot of us repented and we're trying to fix our lives and do what the most I say do in this wicked land. And a lot of our family members ain't, 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 ain't getting on board, but we're still responsible for them. You have to prepare along those different realities as well. You have to prepare along those realities. So watch this. I, 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 I'm going to play this. He's a, he's, he's a well-known comedian. He was on this um, Vlad TV on YouTube. And... Um, it was a very interesting um, conversation he had. I'm, uh, I'm going to play it. 
you said something interesting. You said that you got these guys out here gang banging without life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that really cause cause I interview so many gangsters. Right. And I don't think any one of them said, yeah, when I was at my height, when I was active, when I was doing drive-bys, I made sure my life insurance was great. No one's ever said that. You know what I mean. You understand what could have happened? Mm-hmm. You know how many families would have been set? Yeah. See, people. some people don't get it. Yeah, yeah. And you talked about some people don't even have uh, funeral insurance. And uh, my father actually just died a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. Please tell me he had insurance. Uh, I don't think he had funeral insurance, but but he had I'm, insurance. I'm fine. Though. He had he had Medicaid and and long term. No, I mean life insurance. insurance. Life insurance? I don't know. Because you can have life insurance, right? And the funeral companies know that you have life insurance. They'll still bury you. And you, when you get your money in 30 days after they give you the death certificate, um, the the the, uh, the insurance company will pay the funeral home. Yeah, I don't know. I I cut a check for like twenty thousand for his uh his funeral. I just did it right then and there. Okay. I mean, it's, it's my father. Right, uh, right. Understand. I, I talked I talked to my mother. I said, uh, "Do you need help?" She said, "Yes." I said, "Okay, no problem." Okay, uh, cool. That's good. I, I paid. I paid for the. Yeah, you paid what you're supposed to do. Everything I, I paid, I paid for everything. Right. Uh, Y'all heard that? So, um, I know so many folks who game bang man. That that that. I mean, game banging is life. It's their culture. It's they. It's almost like it's their race. They don't you they, they they don't say that they're black. They say that they're the what the gang they're in. I don't know if y'all y'all been around folks like that. So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm presenting these things because maybe you you never been around it. Now you are seeing this perspective that that's out here. It's people that's gonna be in the streets. They ain't giving up game banging. They ain't finna stop drug dealing. They ain't finna keep um running the um got girls that's gonna keep doing what they doing with their body. Chasing the bag. Living that fast life. If you can. Once again, first and foremost, we pray they repent. We pray we be an example. We pray that, that, that by our example, we're able to convince them to, to, that there's a better and positive way. But it has to be a certain level of preparation where, okay, look here. I'm, we gonna go in here and um, make sure we got a hey, our daughter. She she on OnlyFans. She out here traveling to these different cities and dudes flying her out. She doing strange things for change. We gotta be having some insurance in place because if she end up dead, why is she in Las Vegas? Somebody gotta fly that body back to here, and we gotta bury her. That takes money. You better have some insurance on her. You know you got a son that's out here living that thug life. We pray they repent, change their minds, but you got to have something in place where if the streets catch him, guess who have to bury them? You are. You better have some insurance on them. 
And we're gonna go through insurance is not expensive either. I, I I don't know if y'all know a lot of a lot of stuff we don't care, we don't care to look into or, or know nothing about. We, then when it's mentioned, we think it's an arm and a leg. It's not at all. You just got to be consistent with the low payment of it. That's it. It has to be some consistency with it. It don't cost a lot of money. You'll be surprised. We pay more. You pay more for cable and internet than you would a policy. Easy. Easy. And we'll keep the payment consistent for the cable in the internet in the cell phone. And guess what? The the fraction of the cost that it will cost to keep up with an insurance bill. No, we ain't doing that. And sometimes that 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 curse of selfishness will come in. Well, I ain't trying to leave this person no money and this, that, and the third. All oh, that's evil. But once again, I want to interject that and I want to get across that 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 perspective that if you have relatives, you have especially children, God forbid you have a spouse. Ain't repented yet. They, he's still in the streets. She's still in the streets doing whatever. You know, God, Lord's will that they, they recover themselves. Have some insurance. Have some insurance for them. And it's different type of insurance. I know some of y'all never heard of um, burial insurance. You thought it's life insurance. It's all type of insurances. It's insurance. It's, oh, well, I ain't, I ain't finna leave nobody no money. Nobody didn't help me. You know, we, a lot of folks got a lot of trauma, was raised up, you know, by some folks that didn't love them and care for them. And, you know, I ain't finna leave nobody no money. Well, at least leave something where somebody could put you in the ground respectably. Well, we don't have to get out here and beg folks and hope that you wasn't mean enough or folks saw that the, the interactions you had with people was enough to compel them to, to put money towards putting you in the ground. The condition of this world, man, it's hard to keep relationships. Majority of folks want to um, um, get something out of you. It, it, it ain't too many genuine people. It's just ain't. And once again, even in death, just like the sister um, was saying in the audio, folks calling her and, and acting like they're concerned, but that's not translating into the money and that account is going to take to put him in the ground. And, and her man, she got to go ahead and get back to work and work to be able to put him in the ground. Do you know, how, at, at the most you get paid every week? How many weeks she had to wait to get paid to be able to put him in the ground? We have to consider our ways, consider, learn from other folks' situations and govern ourselves accordingly, right? So watch this. Um, having our affairs, life insurance, life insurance. Let me read what it is. And I'm going to pull you that this, this is actually out the Bible. Where do they get life insurance from? So let me read this real quick. Bear with me one second. 
And I'm also going to show y'all a video on it as well. Give me one second. Uh, any reflection on, on, on what we touched on thus far? No, sir. Yeah, um, I, I'm praying everybody's getting some 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 edification out of this. Um, okay, it's that stuff in the front of it. All right. Um, let me read this. Really. It said life insurance. It said life insurance is a contract between an insurance policy holder and an insurancer or assurer. Where the, where the insurer promises to pay a designated benefit benefit beneficiary a sum of money upon the death of an insured person, depending on the contract, other events such as terminal illness or critical illness can also trigger a payment. Right. So life insurance, life insurance, life insurance is a must if you are repentant. I'm going to show it to you in the Bible. A lot of folks, no, no, no. Okay. Let's go to Ecclesiastes. I'm going to pull some scriptures. I'm going to pull some scriptures. And then I'm going to play a video showing you, um, letting um, somebody explain to you better what life insurance actually is. Because once again, I'm not in the field. I can't articulate it as clearly and convincingly as it needs to be. And so I'm going to let those who do that do that all right so um but i want to read these scriptures to show you that life insurance is not a sin <laughs> life insurance is actually biblical ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 11 i'm gonna go through um i'm gonna read three different scriptures to bag up um life insurance once again life insurance is a contract between an insurance policy holder and an, insurance, an, an insurer where the insurer promises to pay a designated sum of money upon the death of insured person. In layman terms, you have, you're paying a certain amount of money a month to have a certain amount of money allocated to be given when you die. Some folks have a life insurance for 10,000, 50,000, 100,000, 250,000, a half a million, a million dollars. It varies. But you pay a small fraction each month consistently for years or however long it is. And upon your death, those funds are given to those um, that you allocate them funds to go to. So in the Bible, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse 11, the Most High said, wisdom is good with an inheritance. Wisdom is good with an inheritance. And by it, there is profit to them that is seen the sun. So you might be like, wait a minute, what is that talking about? We know wisdom is what understanding, of course, the scriptures and everything. 
But the inheritance is something that you gain, that you get, that's giving to you, that's left to you from someone. Wisdom is knowing that I have a wife. I'm going to use myself as an example. I have 12 children. It takes a certain level of task to be able to provide for them with me living. How would they, God forbid something happened to me, how would they be able to operate with me not being around? Who would be trying to um, bust down my door to take care of my wife and these 12 kids that don't belong to them? So wisdom, the wisdom that the Most High is giving would be, well, wait, hold on. What preparation would I make? Well, if I'm not around, how would they be able to, it's bad enough I'm not around. It's bad enough I'm not around. What am I going to, uh, uh, if I'm not around, how was they going to be able to continue? And believe it or not, as my beautiful wife, my kid, my children can't pay rent off love. They can't um, write a check that say um, love and anybody be able to cash it. They can't write a check about respect. The landlord won't rent. The bill, um, what, ComEd, and all, they want money <laughs> for their utility services. It's food that had to be provided. We still got, what, about three? No, we got four kids still in diapers. Do y'all know how much diapers cost? Nah, we only got three, babe. Well, you still be wearing diapers at night, just in case you make a mistake. But, 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 um, that's expensive. And you know, side note, how come they don't give out, how come Pampers don't be giving out no endorsements? You know, do Pampers give out endorsements? <laughs> if you got a certain amount of kids, Pampers ain't like, hey, look, you don't be the face for um babies or something. You know, Pampers got to change. Hey, that'd be a good little thing. Come up with a black company and something, you know, hey. Let me keep going. Go to the book of Proverbs 19. Proverbs 19, 14. We're dealing with life insurance. Then I'm going to play this video. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 14. The book of Proverbs chapter 19, verse 14. The book of Proverbs chapter 19, verse 14. It says, House and riches are the inheritance of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. House and riches are the inheritance of fathers. Wait a minute. You got children right now. Now, once again, we get back to the men. And secondarily, this fall to, you know, the single parent women. We're not, we're not discussing the intricacies of why that man is not there. But as a father, as a man, brothers, we supposed to... God forbid we're not there. Your, 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 your wife and your children should still be able to have a roof over their head. They should still be able, the bills should still be able to be paid. They should still be able to move forward if you're not around. 
And guess what the most high has on the earth? A thing called insurance. And you would think it's expensive. It's not. It's not. It just takes you to do it and be consistent with it. And if you love your wife, love your children, you will be consistent with those payments. You, you, you might live a hard life and, and, and you might not been able to generate a certain level of, of money while you were alive. But in your death, oh yeah, they don't be all right. What's the, I heard, um, <laughs> I heard old wicked saying about women said he was better than me in his death than he was. And he was, you know, because the man left a <laughs> whole bunch of money or whatnot. He had insurance policies and that all these other things in place that she'll be all right. That my kids will be all right. I'm not hoping they have to go and beg and say, well, you know, my daddy died. Can you do this for me? My daddy died. Can you do that for me? Did daddy try and put anything together? Was it too hard for him to put it together for me? Did he love me enough to put it together? Did he love mommy enough to put something in place for them? And be consistent with it. I might can't take you to Disney, but I damn sure can pay this certain amount of money each month. Well, God forbid I ain't here. Y'all would be all right. We talking about real man conversation, brothers. This is something that's outside of you. That's if you love that woman for real. If you love them kids for real. So in the book of Proverbs chapter 19 verse 14 again says house and riches are the inheritance of fathers. And a prudent wife is from the Lord. And guess what? A, 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 a woman ain't finna um, be like, you know how we've seen some cases where say the woman killed the man for the insurance? Or somebody died and the woman ran off with... It be a lot of evil stories that, that I be catching. I don't know a lot of... It, it, it's a lot of different stuff on these networks. Where they talking about women who... who um Somebody died and they ran off with all the money. They ain't even trying to take care of the kids that they had with the man. This was a chance to be free and live a life now or, or whatever the case may be. So 1 Timothy's 5 and 8, then play this video. 1 Timothy's 5 and 8. We're making good time. We're getting through this information. And we're dealing with life insurance right now. Uh, 1 Timothy's chapter 5 and verse 8. First Timothy chapter five and verse eight, it says, but if any man provide not for his own and specifically for those of his own house, he have denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Now, my question is this, does that provide only means if I'm living does this law expire upon my death? That's my question now here. I wonder why this ain't taught enough. I wonder how come we don't have certain um, congregational laws where 
you have to have insurance if you're going to get rank. <laughs> Will anybody want it then? <laughs> you got to have one of the qualifications that you got to have insurance. Proof of insurance. Because some folks, you know what I'm saying, sadly believe that, you know, somebody else is going to be able to take care of the burials. You know, in their mind, they think that somebody is going to be able to take care of their family for the rest of their life. You know that, Ash? There's literally people that think that, okay, God forbid something happened to me, that a, a congregation or other folks are going to be me for that family for the rest of their life. Is that even realistic? That's not their wife, brother. You're the husband. That's your wife. That's not their kids. Those are y'all kids. The first and foremost, um, um, the first and foremost things is for you to make sure things are right. And if somebody else want to help and, and do things, okay, all praises. That's an additive. That's not the um the 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 um all the eggs in that basket. That's a egg inside the basket that you provided. Once again, we have to take a long look at ourselves and what we're about. So we're talking about life insurance. Now, man, you in your in your own time, look into it. Of course, this is Sabbath. We ain't, we ain't trying to go into numbers and figures and, and, and hey, sign up for this. Per- you have to do your own research. Different laws and different things vary throughout the states and different countries. We know folks are, are listening and watching in different countries. So the rules and things, but whatever it is where you are, prepare. The main theme of what I'm saying is preparation. Preparation is a must. So let me play this video real quick. Let me read um, 1 Timothy's again. Now, this is in the Bible. Now, now, now man, you, some folks can, might have a precept to say, no, I don't have to do that. Um, that woman got to be Proverbs 31 and figure it out for herself. You think that's, that's what the most high program is, is talking about? Some sisters are more business savvy than brothers. That's why I say sisters that's married. It might take you to do the lay work and research because, you know, that's that's not your 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 Lord expertise. Some of you brothers, your woman ain't ain't really uh, uh, um good at that particular um area and field. It's your job to make sure that these things, somebody, y'all family, have to make sure these things are in place. Y'all a team. One flesh, remember? What I got belonging to you and what you got belonging to me. So watch this real quick. Um, 1 Timothy 5, verse 8 again. But if any provide not for his own, and specifically for those of his own house. He have denied the faith. So if you ain't providing 
we talking about <laughs> you're not in this faith and then the Lord went on further to 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 describe how he says and is worse than an infidel he see you as a traitor you ain't prepared and made allocate Lord you see how the most high see that if you ain't providing I'm dealing with the men first and foremost. This is a part of wearing the crown. Providing. Leading. Guiding. Preparing. So let me play play this, this um, video. Let's get some little edification on, on, on life insurance. Again, these are different tools. Um, that we must become acquainted with to get our affairs in order. We have to get our affairs in order. Do not bank on nobody doing what you're supposed to be doing. So watch this, because guess what? Your behind is going to die. You're going to die. It's going to happen. We read earlier already that it's appointed for men to die. We, we, you ain't living forever. Not in this flesh. You gotta die. So watch this, man. Let me bring this up. Hi, I'm Byron Udell, founder and CEO of AccuQuote. Since 1986, we've helped millions of people save money on their life insurance. When you boil it down, there are really only two kinds of life insurance. Temporary coverage, which is called term insurance, and permanent insurance. Both term and permanent life insurance comes in various different shapes and flavors to satisfy different needs. Permanent life insurance is designed to provide coverage for as long as you live. If your needs are long-term, like estate planning or final expenses, or if you just want to leave a bigger legacy no matter when you die, permanent insurance is probably the way to go. There are lots of different kinds of permanent insurance, but the two primary categories are whole life and universal life, and I'll come back to these in a minute. Term life insurance is, by definition, temporary insurance. It's designed to provide coverage for a limited period of time, typically 10, 20, or 30 years. Term policies are simple and extremely inexpensive. In most cases, your cost each year is guaranteed to remain level for whatever the term is. Again, typically 10, 20, or 30 years. After the term is over, make sure you're sitting down when you receive your premium notice because your rates are going to jump up dramatically, sometimes by a factor of as much as 10 or more. But some of these policies have a built-in conversion option that allows you to trade in your term coverage for a shiny new permanent policy. Term life makes sense if you know when you're going to be financially independent, or if you're sure there's some date down the road where no one will be depending on you anymore financially, like when your kids are all grown up and your mortgage is paid off. Term is also good when you're younger and your biggest concern is getting the protection in place and keeping your costs down. If you're a non-smoker in your 30s and healthy, you can buy a 20-year, $250,000 term policy for less than $20 a month. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's a hundred. 
majority of that. And we even get just look at the as they address the different numbers as you see in these uh, these different clips that I'm um showing you guys that you that you're hearing. Look at the numbers. The stuff is not crazy expensive at all. It's just going through the process of setting it up and being consistent with the payments. So that your loved ones upon um, your untimely death ain't left out here having to try and figure all this out and deal with your untimely death. Let's keep playing this. 100% true. Now back to permanent life insurance. Whole life and universal life insurance are more expensive than term. But let's take a look at what you're getting for the money. Unlike term insurance, permanent insurance is generally designed to last forever. You can't outlive a permanent life insurance policy. With most permanent policies, as long as you pay your premiums on time, your family is guaranteed to receive the death benefit no matter when you die, whether that's tomorrow or 50 years from now. Unlike term insurance, permanent insurance policies can also build cash surrender values, which can be accessed at any time for any reason. You can set up your premiums to remain level for life, guaranteed. You won't have to worry about premiums going up when you get older and forcing you to drop the policy. Nor will you have to worry about being healthy enough in the future to requalify or replace the coverage. If you like, you can also arrange to pay for the policy over a shorter period of time, say 10 years, so that after that, you own the coverage and no further premiums are due for the rest of your life. Universal life insurance, one kind of permanent life insurance, offers a certain amount of built-in flexibility. You have the ability to change your premiums and death benefits to keep pace with changes in your life. Whole life insurance is what I refer to as the Rolls-Royce of life insurance. Whole life costs more than all the other types of life insurance we've discussed, but it does more. Over time, these policies develop significant cash, cash values that are guaranteed and can be accessed at any time. Regardless of what happens in the economy, each year the cash values grow, guaranteed. What's the best kind of life insurance? That's actually a tough question and an easy question. So again, it's different types. Everybody got their own type of... um um what they'll be there for or what they see that they need so far for so on. My whole point is to put out there to you to look into this and get it situated. Get it situated. Be prepared. Do not be unprepared. So that's life insurance. Now, have y'all ever heard of burial insurance? Because life insurance is a, 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 a certain amount of money um, that that your family get upon your death. Burial insurance is a type of life insurance used to pay for funeral services and merchandise costs after a death. The policy can be brought online or by telephone without waiting for an insurance company doctor exam. In fact, burial insurance does not require a medical exam at all. Now, certain life insurance um, policies or terms that you want to get requires um, medical exams. 
for them to um, see what kind of health you in. They, they need access to your medical records, and then they make a um, evaluation on what they can offer you based on your health. Okay, so if some folks got real bad health already, then it might be very hard or might be very expensive for a company to insure you. Right. And and, and, and the the cost might be above what you're able to afford. But guess what? The most High put another mercy in the earth. Burial insurance. This is um, something that has absolutely nothing to do with your health. This money is specifically to take care of what? The funeral. You're getting put in that ground. Okay, so it says, um, let me let me bring up a um, video for it. All right? Let me bring up a video, a video to further explain because like I said, these folks are in the field, so I will let them do do the talking and explaining, which they can do way better than what I can do, okay? So um Me day Let me pull this up. All right. I pray everybody's getting edification again. Happy Sabbath to everybody um chiming in. I hope I hope you're you're getting some edification out of this. I hope you're getting some tools, some some things that you know you, you get to put in the forefront. And take care of, all right. So let's let's find out what burial insurance. This is different from life insurance. Burial insurance. Pay attention. Meet David. David's sixty-three years old and stands about five feet ten inches tall and weighs about two hundred and thirty pounds. Tobacco use sometimes. Prescription medications several. David is just a regular guy. He's married with two grown children, he's about to retire, and he doesn't think he needs any life insurance anymore. But what David doesn't know is that funerals and or cremation ceremonies are expensive. Average burial cost, $7,000 to $10,000. Average cremation cost, $3,000 to $5,000. So, what's going to happen when David dies? Well, his family could just pay the bill. Do you take credit cards? Ask the community for donations. Donate David's body to science. David's family could also contact the Department of Social Services and declare David as indigent and see if the state will bury him. Or they could contact the insurance. Now, now he's going through this pretty fast, but he's going through different options that you have. There's different options that, that that the loved ones would have. All right. Insurance company David had purchased his small burial life insurance policy with and go back to grieving David's passing with dignity. So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today and see what we can do for you. All right. So that's dealing with the um, burial insurance. Again, look into this stuff. And, and burial insurance is extremely cheaper than life insurance and don't require the requirements of health examinations. So if you just want to get to the point of where somebody died, I can make sure they get in the grave. We have to beg for no money. Then 
burial insurance is for you. And ain't nobody um getting no 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 money um after your death. It's options, it's solutions. Nonetheless, it's still being prepared. All right. So I want to deal with a thing called living wills. This is very, very, very important. Living wills. All right. I know um I first got introduced to it is when um I know in the hospital, if they if there's a serious medical procedure that they that they're about to do, they require one of those. Am I getting that wrong, Ash? They require to have a living will. They don't will? require it when they go through the list of things. They ask you, do you have a living will, or do you want one prepared for you? And why would they ask you, do you need a living will for? Just in case for? when you're in surgery, something happens. They want to know what your what what they want to honor your wishes. So uh, the the living will in layman terms, because I, I got a whole little, I ain't finna read all that. Um, is to be able to tell specifically what you want done, how you want it done, who is selected to determine things for you. Because, you know, it, it, they ain't taking a counsel of, hey, so what you think and what you think and what you think. No, you are the person. They'll say that person is your um power of attorney. Power of, uh, of attorney. So this is the person who's going to make the, the final decision. They, you know what I'm saying? On what's going on. They ain't trying to talk to all. They wouldn't try and call and talk and get the opinion of all 12 of my kids. What y'all think? Because all 12 of them ain't ain't done think the same. It's one person that they want to speak to to make sure um, um, all your your wishes are fulfilled. Now, this is in the Bible. A living will is in the Bible. So let me put the video that I'm going to pull the scriptures to it. This is something else that um, we need to have in place. Anything else you want to add while I, I pull this video up about living wills? That it don't cost money to make. Just do one. There's free templates online. If you have an attorney, then all praises, but they don't take a lot of time. They don't take a lot of time. And a lot of times we can't really, we should not really get upset with certain things when the Most High has given us the resources to be able to get things done and you can keep it in a certain place, a safe, a P.O. box, keep it in your home, keep it in your phone, in the cloud, make sure there's somebody can get access to it. But then sometimes online, they, they can be free. The template can be free. So yeah, the template it. is free. You do have to pay a cost to legalize it, to have it. Um, I, I believe to have it notarized or, what, or whatnot. But um, let me mention this. I mentioned to y'all earlier in this conversation that um, my time in, in, in this truth on this journey, on this walk, that um, I know folks that was in this truth, in this journey, on this walk, who passed away, and they had to be, their funeral service were in churches, it was in mosques, it was up under the whole different um, religious directives than what their faith was when they died. And you want to know the reason why it was there? Because they had no living will. They had no type of legal documentation saying upon my death, I want this to happen. I want to be here. 
I do not want this. I do not want that. They have all this in the will. You can put that all in your will. That's why it's called a will. What is your will? So I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm gonna play this video because it, 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 I might not be articulating it as clear as it need to be. And then we don't pull the scriptures of the Bible that talks about this. Listen good. You've probably heard of a lot. Hold on. I'm, I'm pulling this too quick. Again, as I'm pulling this up, um, um, my wife explained that you can go online and they have templates. You might be like, well, I got what, what, what information do I need? They have so many free templates online that already have. All you have to do is what? Fill in the blank. That's all you got to do is fill in the blank. What is your will? What do you want, brother? What do you want, sister? And won't nobody be able to do anything outside of what you have on that paper? Period. If it's notarized, legally binding, you know what I'm saying? Gotta be, you can't just print it out off the computer and, and, and write it and it's not because that notarizing it or making it whatever, um, whatever legal, it has to be legal. But once that thing is stamped, word is bond. They have to go by this. I don't, they don't care how you was raised, who feel you didn't know. This was their wishes. This is their will. This was their last updated will and testament. Yeah, your last updated will and testament. And guess what? As much TV as we watch, as many shows we watch, we never catch when, when families be arguing about money and who's going to get what. And we see folks saying, well, I'm going to take you out my will. Or I'm going to put you in your will. Or um, no, she's trying to get with, with this, with my um, granddaddy, grandmama, so they can be put inside the will. A lot of other nations know about preparing. But we become masters of being unprepared. That's what we do. That's our office. We are masters of being unprepared. And get to blaming. The Lord says people is destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That's why we're going through this on the Sabbath day. I'm sorry, I, 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 I'm busy throughout the week. I can't get up here and try and really dig in throughout the week. I wish I could. But all of us is in the same place at the same time. And, and what we need, information. We don't need drama. We need some information that, 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 that deals with our real life in real time. <clears throat> so watch this. Let's put this, um, let's watch this. Good information. Make sure we're taking notes. You've probably heard of a last will and testament where you let your loved ones know what you want done with your estate. But what about a living will? Even though they aren't as well known, living wills are also incredibly important documents. But why and how are they different from wills? 
In this video, we'll go over the differences between wills and living wills, why these documents are so important, common hurdles to getting these documents, and how to overcome them. So, what is the difference between a will and a living will? A last will and testament helps a person's family navigate the emotional minefield of assigning their worldly assets to their loved ones after they die, without angst or drama, at least in theory. Estate lawyers exist for a reason. A living will details a person's wishes with regards to their medical care in the event that they should become put in a coma or persistent vegetative state, or are incapacitated in some other way that prevents them from communicating their wishes. While the last will and testament details a person's wishes for their property and assets after their death, a living will details that person's wishes to doctors and caregivers while they are still alive, hence the name. A living will also gives a person the ability to dictate their final wishes regarding funeral services if they haven't already done so in another format. Why are these documents so important? For starters, they could save your family from dealing with some pretty major financial burdens. Estates without wills can devolve into bitter and protracted legal battles over who has the rights to their loved one's assets. While those sometimes still happen even with a will, they are far less likely. With living wills, if you don't want to be kept alive in a coma, but nobody knows, your family could decide to let doctors keep you alive but unconscious indefinitely which could cost thousands of dollars a day for families without health insurance. In addition to saving your family money. So let me touch this. I know me and, me and my real, we love to watch um, medical shows, court shows, anything that takes some critical thinking and some, and, and some thought. I know we watch medical shows. They always talk about NDAs. Now, is NDAs? Um, no. Um, Dent. <laughs> DNRs. Thank you. I'm sorry. DNRs. I got it. Easy, easy. Do not resuscitate. Um, what else they be having? Um, they always, they always in these medical shows, especially if somebody ready to die, they always want to. Um, they have to ask somebody, is it okay to do this procedure? Is it okay to do this? Somebody got to vouch for you. So the, the living wheels and all that, I know a lot of times we watch the shows, we just watch for the drama. We're not really catching the intricacies of what's being discussed. But you see it all the time in court show. Now, when it comes, if you don't have this, let's say you have a lot of different, you got stocks, you got um, um, different insurances and money coming from the military, all these different things. If you don't have your, your affairs in order, it's lawyers that would love to litigate and fight with your, with different family members over money because they get paid regardless. And by the time anybody gets something, it'll all be going to that lawyer. So let's be let's be mindful. This stuff don't take a lot of time. All it takes for you is to prepare, do the work of of, of getting the information. And getting it done and legalized and bam, finished. It's, it's, it's there. What needs to be done is there. So watch this. Let's finish this up real quick. Smallness. A living will could save your life. Many living wills include important health preferences for the patient, 
including potential treatments they do not want. If a patient has a living will, that includes, say, a list of medicines that they are allergic to, and that living will is presented to a doctor, the doctor could avoid giving those treatments. But most importantly, these documents provide your family with your wishes when you cannot. If you wind up in a coma for some... Very important for uh, folks to know what if you're allergic to things. Very important to know that you don't want your organs donated. Very important to have these things in writing because if it's not in writing, where you think all this stuff is going? They're going to make the decision for your family. And we've seen too many different movies and stuff where, you know, you, you go in there for one thing, like, oh, wait a minute, this person is the right blood type and they get all the right organs for, you know, whoever. You might not be making it about, about there. Be mindful. Let's be mindful of the land we in and the possibilities thereof. Let's, let's finish this up. Some reason and your family has to decide whether to let you die or to keep you alive on machines that decision can haunt them for the rest of their lives if you have a living will it takes the burden off of your loved ones by letting them follow your guidance yet even though wills and living wills are incredibly important most people don't have one fewer than 50 percent of americans have their last will and testament completed and that number's high compared to living wills. In fact, nearly 20% of Americans don't even know what a living will is, and only 6% have a living will. The most common reasons why people don't have these documents are, they think they're too expensive, they did not know about it, they haven't gotten around to it, or they don't know how to do it. Sound like you? Don't worry, we're here to help. We've included links in the description with everything that you need to get these. So everybody see that? So look into establishing living wills and testaments. Get them. Uh, um, it's templates. Even if you want to go to a lawyer and all that, they have templates as well. Um, they can add. Maybe you got um, uh, it's some stuff you want to be added. All that stuff can be done. Just have your affairs in order. Prepare. So let me read a couple of scriptures real quick to show you that that's biblical. You wonder where did they get this stuff from? That stuff wasn't our custom. We didn't have all that. It's the reason why the Lord said that they was going to look to us. And say this is a wise what? A wise people. Deuteronomy 21. I'm going to read verse 15. All right. Um, I'm going to read verse 15 through 17. Deuteronomy 21. Verse 15 through 17. We're dealing with some scriptures that back up um, what they have in the earth called living wills and testaments. Um, Deuteronomy 21 verse 15. If a man have two wives and one beloved and another hated. And they have borne him children, both the beloved and the hated, if the firstborn be hers that was hated. Then it shall be when he maketh his son to inherit that which he hath, that he may not make the son of the beloved firstborn before the son of the hated, which is indeed the firstborn. But he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the firstborn. 
by giving him a double portion of all that he have, for he is the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. So what is this talking about right here? What is this talking about? It let no does it, he have two separate kids? No, we we putting it right in there. Hey, um, this is this is what goes to the firstborn. I know you might not like him. He has to get this. This person has to get that. This is, is an example of a will. When it comes to what uh, inheritance. Let's go to Book of Numbers, Numbers 27. Numbers 27. And I pray to the Lord that our people, you know, take take this serious, you know. You know, a lot of folks, you know, sadly, we have to shake a selfish spirit, man. Our people are selfish. Even selfish to the point with their own wife and their own kids. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they may not never say it with their words. Remember, the Lord judge actions. You have a wife, you have children, or, or you single parent, you have a child. Is you you really believe that someone? What if the other person died? You if you're saying, oh well, 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 you know, um, I'm banking on my family. What if other folks just happen to die too? Then what? You just begging that everybody finna be living long lives and, and and able to keep to keep things going. As hard as times keep being and crazy as times be. And the most preparation you wear is, is they got it. They'll be alright. We have to do better, brother. We we commend to do better. Numbers chapter um 27. I'm gonna read verse. One. I'm going to read 1 through 11. I'm going to read it real quick. The book of Numbers, chapter 27, verse 1. Then came the daughters of Zelophad, the son of Hepher, the son of Gilead, the son of Makar, the son of Manasseh, of the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. These are the names of his daughters. Uh, Malaya, um, these are the names of his daughters. Malah, Noah, and Hoglah, and Milcah, and Tizra. And and they stood before Moses and before Eleazar the priest, and before the prince princes and all the congregation by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Our father died in the wilderness, and he was not in the company of them that gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Torah, but died in his own sins and had no sons. Why should the name of our father be done away? From among his family, because he have no sons, give unto give unto us therefore a possession among the brethren of our of our father. So um, we have a brother that had only daughters. Now we know according to the law, the inheritance go to what the sons, right? Now Maggie, the daughter, um, uh, uh, she supposed to get with a uh, what a husband, the Lord, that get the inheritance from her what. His father. <laughs> so the daughter didn't never um, have to get the inheritance for the father because she's going to be married to somebody that got something. Because the, uh, our, our righteous tradition was to leave an inheritance for the children, right? So let's keep going. I'm in verse um, 
five. And it says, And Moses brought their causes before the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, The daughters of Zelophehad speak right. Thou shalt surely give them a possession of inheritance among their family's brethren. And thou shalt cause inheritance of their father to pass unto them. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a man die and have no sons, then ye shall cause his inheritance to pass unto his daughter. And if he have no daughter, then he shall give his inheritance unto his brethren. And if he have no brethren, then ye shall give his inheritance unto the, his father's brethren. And if his father's brethren have no brethren, then ye shall give his inheritance unto his kinsmen that is next to him and of his family, and he shall possess it, and it shall be unto the children of Israel as a statue of judgment as the Lord commanded Moses. So what did we just read again? Another living well in Testament telling you who, how does that inheritance trickle down? If you don't have no sons, if you don't have no daughters, if you don't have no kinsmen, all the way down. This is what's to be done. Is anybody missing this? Let's get some more. Let's go to the book of Luke. Let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 12. <clears throat> Give me the scripture. Read the scripture, brother. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 13. Listen good. It says, In one company... And one of the companies said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. So hold on. Our Lord and Savior had to deal with a situation of two brethren having to divide what? Their father's inheritance. He said, hey, Lord Christ, tell my brother to share some of this inheritance with me. Watch this. And Christ said, um, said to him, man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said to him, take heed and beware of what? Covetousness. For a man's life consists not in that which abundance things which he possesses. So what is Christ saying? Share with your brother. It ain't nothing but materialistic things. Share with him. Don't be Selfish. Don't sit here and be up here able to buy every new thing, come out, spend endless amount of money on hairdos, spend endless amount of money on Jordans and all these tricky things. But if you die, your family have to go on a begging campaign to put you in the ground. If you die, they have to move out the house. They have to find somebody to live with. They have to move now. They have to downsize. Because no preparation was even considered. Because guess what? I have enough money to, to, to make sure I got my weed. I got my drink. I'm able to go to the club. I'm able to go here every year. I'm able to um, do all these different things. You allocate in, with consistency. But to make sure that my kids that didn't ask to be here is straight if I'm not around, I can't do that. That wife that you said you love for, for uh, 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 
um, for better or worse, until death do all the good things. You pass away, she got to go back live with her, her grandma or something. You got a, a friend sleep on couches, roommate it. It's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of manhood in these scriptures that we have to step to and fulfill. When we get through running our mouth, this is in the Bible. So watch this. Let's get some more. Stay in the book of Luke. I'm going to jump to chapter 15. I'm going to read verse, let me see. Luke chapter 15. We heard about the prodigal son, right? I'm going to read all, all, this all the way through. But this is another good example. The prodigal son. <coughs> I'm going to read this. The book of Luke, chapter um, 15, verse 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me. And he divided unto them his living. So his sons knew that um, a certain amount of my father's inheritance is coming to me upon his death. But one of these wicked sons said, hey, hey, pops, I know you ain't dead. It ain't time for me to get this, but hey, I won't mind right now. You can go in and give me my, 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 my cut of the bread up front. Watch this. So it lets you know again that it's supposed to be an inheritance, fathers. You have to be looking up and say, okay, if I was to be gone today, would my kids be straight? Would these bills be able to get paid? Could the cardinal still be taken care of? Is there anything, okay, I, I don't I don't make enough money. I, 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 is there any tools in the earth that I can use that will be able to fill in that gap to answer that question for me? But guess what? It's not being taught enough for men to have that level of responsibility. Our minds are in all these other different places, you know what I'm saying, playing around and, 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 and being distracted with so many different distractions. But then we keep saying, seeing the same old, like I said, I done seen a lot. I done seen a lot. And things like this, look it up on you. Look on YouTube. Like I said, you don't have to take my word for it. Just look on YouTube, Google it. See how many lessons and classes deal with this about life insurance, burial insurance, leaving an inheritance. What is your child um, be able to, 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 to remember you for? We're talking about legacy. So let me keep going. Uh, let me get, 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 get through this. I am in verse 13. I'm going to read to verse 32. I'm going to read it very quickly. So I'm going to read straight through it. And not many days after the youngest son gathered all together and, and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. So he took his father, um, the father gave it to him, and the son he went, went out and got lit. Traveled, spent this splurge. 
tricked everything off. And when he had verse 14, and when he had spent all, all, all there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent them into the fields to feed swine. And he would have fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. So he was the man when he had it, but when he didn't have nothing no more, all these folks weren't even around. He had to eat what the pigs ate, right? And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. And I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I sinned before, uh, I, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in the sight and in thy sight. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servant, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put on the ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they begin to be merry. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing, and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant, verse 27. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as thy son was come, which have devoured the living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto his son, Thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and found, and is found. Y'all see this? Prodigal son. Very hard issue um, of a family issue. Somebody getting something splurging it and still able to come home but what is this showing this all showing what having things in order you know what's crazy about the son the older son <laughs> he doing everything that's right is that he said at the end of the day you know all this is still yours all this is still yours even though your brother did all, 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 remember, your brother spent, we still ain't talked about the issue of your brother spending what was blumble on him. At the end of the day, you the eldest, and the elders get what? Everything. 
So let's move on real quick. I want to get into um so living will in the, in the states, let's make sure that that we look into that and that we establish those in our houses. All right? So nobody um is coming in and making decisions on your righteous behind off emotions and not according to your wishes. We talking about living or dead. All right? Um of course, of course we already uh established got to make sure we have um also a state estate decrees. Um an estate decree is a final judgment issued by the probate court that is um conclusive as to the rights of the legalities and a state decree is you know once everybody go to court because um even sometimes with wills you know um folks are still trying to fight it they'll try and pull up a, uh, a lot of times and I'm speaking from the things that I didn't gathered and seen um a lot of times folks will pull up videos or they might have a recorded conversation of somebody saying something contrary to what you have in black and white. Like they might have a family. Um, for instance, I've seen a time a person had a video of, I guess it was a family function. And the person said, um, yeah, I'm going to give you um, all something. But in the will, it said that, um, that thing went to somebody else. So the person that pulled, hey, I got live video showing. He said that it supposed to go to me. So they'll go to court and try and argue. Now, I don't know how I go in court. But again, at the end of a decree is declared on who get what. You can get past all of that having an estate decree. This is another piece of... um legal documentation that alleviate even that whole going to court stuff. It's another barrier of protection to protect your rights and your wishes. All right. And it's in the Bible too, a state decrees. Let me show you that in the book of, um, lamentations In the book of lamentations. So this Bible covers a whole bunch of stuff, you know, it's just, if you want to read it, it's a lot more than money. It's a lot more than uh, destruction. Um, Lamentations chapter 5 verse 2. Because uh, also if terms are not able to reach. Also in a lot of cases if um, you don't claim stuff. Do, do you know who uh, gets your property, your money and all this stuff? The state. The state to get your house, let you and the family members keep arguing and miss certain dates and can't come to um no terms or nothing is ever resolved because y'all playing games. Or we done touch a little bit later, you can't find no documentation. Um, you can't prove nothing. The guess guess who get that? The state get that. I'm gonna, um, Lamentations and proofs is something that's mentioned in the Bible. Lamentations five and two, our inheritance is turned to strangers, our houses to aliens. That literally is what happened. You don't have your affairs in order. The things that you did work hard for. Guess what happened? 
It goes to somebody that's not your family. It goes to the state. That's real deal, Holyfield. Let me get um Sirach real quick. Let me read you something. Sirach chapter 9, verse 6. Sirach chapter 9, verse 6. Check this out real quick. The book of Sirach chapter 9, verse 6. Give not thy soul unto harlots, that thou lose not thy inheritance. Let me you, um, what's that show we um been checking out? Ash, um, it's called um, where y'all y'all in it? Um, what's that show? What's the name of it? In those or something? Hold on, I gotta pull it up. I'm sorry. What's that show? We we was just watching it on. Hold on. Give me a second. I got to mention what it is. I want to be uh, precise. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Our Kind of People. The name of the show is called Our Kind of People. And in that show, um, Yaya is the daughter, is the illegitimate daughter of this, like, billionaire dude. So um, it's 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 a it's another one of them dramas. Our people get gotta come up with better better stuff to come on TV. We need you, Bill Cosby. Um, so she's the illegitimate daughter of uh of a billionaire, right? Now, marry that billionaire. He had he he was married. He has his own daughter that's um like heir to his whole business and everything. But now that um it's acknowledged that he has another daughter. Guess how the um the 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 legitimate daughter feel? Threatened. She's doing all type of sabotaging and trickery dickery docs to her own blood sister because she's afraid of what? Somebody getting the what? Inheritance. She's scared of losing that inheritance. Let me read that again because her, her daddy was married. Her daddy had sex and had a baby by the help. So now she's scared of um, Sirach chapter 9 verse 6 coming to pass. Give not thy soul into the heart. Now I ain't saying that the, 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 the Yaya, the character mama was a hoe. Because you know, her, her daddy was playing games, playing, playing between women of course. Um, but it says, the Bible is letting us know ahead of time. Give not, what it says, hold on, verse 6, give not thy soul into a harlot that thou lose not thy inheritance. A lot of folks, but we don't seen folks lose their money. Um, a lot of folks lose their money on infidelity. You know, a lot of these um, different um, contracts is where if you cheat on, if you get caught cheating, you don't get nothing. Infidelity. So, so we got to be mindful. You wonder where a lot of this stuff comes from. The Bible talks about a lot of this stuff and it's laws in place based off scriptures. So, um, again, I want to make sure that, that we do our best to get our affairs. Look into life insurance. Look into burial insurance. Look into establishing a living 
will, and testament. Look into an estate decree. These are different affairs you need in place, brothers and sisters. This stuff is not expensive. It's just a matter of taking care of your grown person business. That's it. Taking care of your business. So, um, gosh, anything else you, you want to add to that? Uh, it's another p- different piece we are finna deal with next. Anything you want to add, Ash? No. All right. So um, let's make sure we um, we 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 got to make sure that we get that in 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 under wraps because, brother and sister, you're gonna die. It's appointed to everybody to die, and it's very important for you to have your affairs in order. You know better, so do better. Some folks, you know, they don't have these conversations. They ain't, they ain't thinking about, well, if I die, how my wife is going to make it. You say you love her and all these other things, you better, better not no man be in her face. But some, God forbid, got kids, got to have things in place, preparation. So watch this. Um, next thing. Um, times is real is real bad out here. With the um we got um COVID going on. Um what else we got? We got oh man, we got um the, the, the shots. It's folks losing their job because um they're not getting vaccinated. We have that going on. We got food shortages going on. What's some other things we got going on now? I just wanna um um, going to some schools. Not sure if they want the kids to be in person. Or yeah, we got or... schools. I know here in um, Illinois, it's a lot of schools getting shut down because, of course, folks um, getting sick. So you know they they got to shut it down for fourteen days, and it's it's a whole lot going on on that end. All right, what else? What else? Ash? What, what we got? I know here specifically in Chicago, we got the um, police talking about not showing up. They're going against the mayor. We have that. We have a lot of kids being killed here. It's a lot going on. A lot of jobs folding up. They saying there's a lot of jobs out here. There's a lot of companies closing down. I don't know. It's it's a lot of mixed information out there. All right. So we have to make sure that 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 again we want to be able to 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 illustrate tools. We want to be able to, to give folks tangible things to survive in this wicked place that we in. Um, let me start at the top. There's some things I want to address for survival. Um, with us just, just talking about the living wills, talking about life insurance, bear insurance, estate, estate decree. Now, all this stuff comes with documentation. All these different things is documents, is contracts that's going to be in your possession. You have to allocate some form of person and also some form of placement of all these important, these policies, all this documentation 
it has to be accessible. So it ain't letting everybody know your business, but you got to allocate for somebody to be able to find this stuff. Um, I listen to um, WVON. Um, it's a um, talk radio station here in Illinois. It's all across the world. It's on, it's on iHeartRadio. And um, on some shows, they have lawyers in there. And lawyers, um, one of the lawyers was talking about um, how it's a lot of people that is supposed to get money, supposed to get certain things awarded to them. But guess what? They do not have the documentation to prove these things. Now, they know that their grandmama had this, their granddaddy, great, or they had all these various things in place, but they don't know where none of the paperwork is. They know not where none of the paperwork is to what? Conclude all these various things. So, again, dealing with yourself. Make sure you have your documentations all together. Make sure that someone outside of you or someone, you might want to um, um, have a couple, a, a, a plan B, C, maybe a D of folks knowing where this important stuff is so that your affairs can um, be taken care of. Now, also, if you have older relatives that have certain things in place, you have to get with them and be able to locate all this stuff while they're still alive. Because once they're gone, you didn't know that your, that your um, grandmother kept stuff behind the refrigerator in a plastic bag. We don't know. You will never be able to find. A lot of older folks hoard a lot of stuff. They know what stuff is. It's important. Again, for you to know where that information is. They have to let, it ain't all the preparing that they did, all the sacrificing that they did is of no value. It's of no value if you can't locate nothing when they pass. And the lawyer was um, talking about on, 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 on the radio about um, the overwhelming amount of cases that are just on hold and in limbo because you got to have documentation. And these are different things that, you know, um, you think somebody's going to go above the law because you cry or say, you know, they got to go by the law and they need to see proof that you're supposed to get this amount of money, that this is supposed to be allocated to you, that you are, that you have um, power of attorney over this and that and the third. I'm telling you now, or all that's for nothing. And guess what? All that stuff that your grandma, your great-grandma, your great-great-grandma, your auntie, or whoever left to you is going to go to the state. And, and, and he was advocating, one of the things the lawyer was advocating for folks to have that conversation with their loved ones. Hey, what a document. Hey, I, I, I'm not trying to be in your business, but hey, if you're not here, how am I going to know how to access the things I need to tell the, the access to get your affairs in order? So it's certain uncomfortable conversations we have to have. We have to have. It's going to be impossible for you to take care of any, any business if you don't have these conversations before time. All right. So again, I, I, I want to, again, you have to know where certain family members now 
some folks might not tell you that they got insurance for you because you know a lot of our folks are suspicious and think you might try and whack them to get the bread. <laughs> so I don't know the comfortability of y'all relationships and what's being disclosed to you. But if you are aware that it's certain things in place or even have the, the conversation, hey, you don't have to know who getting what. Hey, grandma, granny, um, granddaddy, whoever it is. I, um, have you made preparations for you passing? Maybe they have life insurance. Maybe they have burial insurance. Okay, if something happened to you, where is this information for me to be able to access to take care of your business? Because folks are going to want to see this stuff. I can't, I, I, I can't tell them, but I know you got it. And y'all know how a lot of these places, a lot of folks keep records badly. That Well, um, um, you don't have the account number. Do you have the file number? Do you have the passcode? Um, they have three different passcodes in place. Do you know, you don't know it? Well, we can't help you. These are different things folks walk into when these bad things happen. So we got to be mindful. We got to be mindful. All right. Um, anything you want to add on that, Ash? On, on that piece? No. All right. If I'm missing something, um, uh, uh, um, please add it. Um, secondly, now, now, definitely, now we're gonna get into different survival programs. It's a lot of things going on in the earth, various parts of the earth, and we have to make sure that we are making it. We got to be our brothers and our sisters' keeper to make sure that we are making it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I want to end the podcast with a few survival tips. All right. Excellent scriptures. Uh, appreciate that. So let me, let me post that. Sirach. I, I got a lot more scriptures, but um, I'm, I, it's, time is getting it's already over three hours. That's a good one. All things must be done in writing. Believe it or not, the, the, our, our oppressor lives and die on this. If you don't have it in writing, it's going to be his. He, and if you're not able to provide it in a certain amount of time, it automatically goes goes back to the state. So these uncomfortable conversations, have them. Have it, get things in order, and, and continue with your life. We ain't telling nobody to dwell on death, to concentrate, think about it every day, every night. No. But understand, according to the Bible, it's appointed for everybody to die. It's going to happen. Whether you like it or not, you don't know what time it is. You don't know when it's going to happen. Have you made preparations? And especially for those that have a wife, those that got children, it's of the most urgent necessity for you to do that now. Not today. Sabbath when sun is down. Start Googling. Get on YouTube. A lot of videos I played for y'all today was off YouTube. It's a whole lot of stuff on YouTube, believe it or not. The information is out there. You have to do the ordering your affairs. So um, I want to touch on children. A lot of kids been getting killed. Woo, a lot of kids been getting killed. I want to post this. Um, let me post this in, in, in the chat. If you got kids, I know my wife, um, I want her to speak to this because she brought me up to speed on this. I, I remember McGruff growing up. But I didn't know that they still doing different things and um, 
Let's talk about this right here, uh, about keeping the children safe. They have a little um, program. Go ahead, Ash. So the McGruff dog not only talks about crime and not talking to strangers, but he also has a program for when your child, if or when your child comes up missing or something happens. So God forbid. Um, we put the link inside the live chat. You can click on it and it'll give you information. I think they give you up to six kits. And what it is is that you, you put your children's name, um, their height, their blood type, um, your current address, any emergency contacts that if you know, if you have a link online to their teeth, their dental records, and there's a way that when you get it, you can keep it in the refrigerator because it comes in a plastic wrapping thing or something like that. But you put it in the refrigerator or you put it like in a, somewhere where you know where it's at. So just in case something happens at your child's school, because, you know, these schools be having shootings. Um, if, any, if your child comes up missing somebody, kidnaps your child, or for untimely death, you have all this information already ready. But it's mostly for when children come missing. That's why they call it the Amber Alert. So um, the links in there, we have those. I did them um, a couple of years back, and you update it every three years as the children get older and as you have more children. But it's just a free resource for if something ever happens to your children, something happened to you, and people need to know your children's information, you already have it in these McGruff kits that are free. Say it again. I, I'm, how much it costs? They're free. Once again, like, well, hold on. Well, why are you trying to give out? Let me tell you something. Again, do not be jumping on, on the bandwagon with a lot of weirdos. I told you the truth ain't about being being a weirdo. I don't know if y'all ever um, dealt with if somebody come up missing. When you want to report them being missing, you know they ask you questions and you got to have certain information. Believe it or not, and what's not told, like a lot of times folks can't even remember, they barely can remember their child's name. They are so, depending on how your child was missing or, or, like I said, information is hard to come up off of the brain when you are in the midst of things. And remember, when something bad is going on, they need the information now. They need that the sooner the better. I think they said um, the first, is it the first 48 hours? Is the most first forty eight uh, hours are the most vital. The first forty eight hours is the most important important um, for them to be able to to really solve and get some resolve to to the issue. The more days go bad, the more likely. Now um, we're dealing with folks coming up missing. There is no child on the earth more missing than black children. Don't know if y'all know it or not. I know they they ain't talking about that in the rap songs and on TV and so black children are number one in coming up missing. And a lot of information that when a child comes up missing that they need, you will be surprised that a lot of parents don't know how tall your child is. How much your child weight? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, and how can you find somebody that the parent don't even know the information? And you know what? Not and not just like the parent. They might know, but at that particular time, your mind all over the place. You can't remember a damn thing. They have certain things in place where, hey, this information is already written down. You can go to hand it along and not have to rely on your memory at such a traumatic time. Once again, I know a lot of this information, you know, folks, folks don't want to hear that. A lot. I'm seeing some comments. Some like some folks come in here with violence. They 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 ready to they 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 ready they ready to argue, 
No, nah, we ain't on that. It's a whole lot of other channels. You know, you can get get loose. We're about solutions on there and information. All right. Um, the next thing. So, anything else on that, Ash? You want you want to add with that excellent um thing? Never never knew it, it existed. No, that's it. Just how did you, you come have up? Children under the age of eighteen, even if you have college students, because a lot of college students have been coming up missing. Mm-hmm. We had one young man here, um, very bright, got found in the river. Yeah, organs missing and everything like that. And it took a while for the parents to be able to see his body, research, go back into it. They couldn't identify him because of his teeth, because his teeth was missing. Yeah. So it's just stuff like that, like why she couldn't see her son, but they took his teeth out of his mouth. <laughs> so they couldn't identify him by dental records. They cut him open, took his brain. It's just a whole backstory, but it's important to have these things in place for just in case purposes. We do live in the land of our captivity, so people out here are crazy. All right. So um let's let's make sure we we, we if you want to, it's some that's a tool that you can you utilize, all right? That's a tool that you can utilize. Now, uh, also, um, um, I should have mentioned this earlier, dealing with the burial. And um, every state has some kind of program um, to help with burial. Now, I don't know how long it takes, what the requirements are, but every state has something in place if you completely do not have the funds to bury a person, I'm pretty sure you have to show a lot of proof of different things and so forth and so on. But I do want to put that out there that every state. Now I don't know about the countries, but I do know every state there is an allocation in state budgets or whatnot for, um, the, the, the government about indigent, which mean poor, persons um so it's it's there just to let you know <clears throat> that's another tool that you can utilize all right um in the in, in the sad case of untimely death all right um i want to put this up especially um for folks who might be viewing this in illinois i know um they they um whether the rental ban been up. I think that's across the whole country. But each state have programs to try and help with rent. To try and help with rent. So um, we know, uh, like I said, we don't know everybody um, level of struggle. Um, everybody is struggling. You know what I'm saying? And um, there's resources out there to be able to help. Now, now I don't know if it can help you specifically, but it don't hurt to look into it if you need it. All right? Especially, what I, I posted a link up for in Cook County. The website is www.cookcountyil.gov um, backslash service backslash COVID-19 Recovery Rental Assistance Program. So um, those that are listening in Illinois and specifically in Cook County, there's a, um, a rental assistance program. So we might need help trying to pay back some of this rent that was on um, pause um, during, uh, for this whole time. So that's another tool. That's another tool that you can utilize if 
need be. All right. <clears throat> um, it's another tool called Lie Heap. I know um it's called the low um lie heap. That's the acronym. It stands for the low income home in home energy assistance program. Um what that basically does it helps keeps families safe and healthy uh, through initiatives that assist families with energy costs. So um winter is coming up. <laughs> um again it, um the utilities rates have went up. Um very high in certain regions of the earth. Um, th- this program is a is all across the United States, actually. So I want to post that link in the chat as well. This is another tool if you need help with your utilities. Um, this is a website you can go to and look into that information. Anything you want to add on that one, Ash? I do. Um, for those who may not live, may be in Illinois or whatever state that you may be in, and we have not listed it. You can always call your, your municipal buildings mm-hmm. or your municipal phone numbers. They can handle, since they're over your county and or township, they can guide you in the direction of your phone numbers or websites of places to call and look up to do applications if any of these are not able to help you to guide you in the direction that you need. Your municipal workers and buildings are there in your county to help you. A lot of us don't know that, but 311 411 611 the municipal, whatever it is, if it's DuPage, Kane, Wheel, or wherever state you may be in, they are there to assist you. So I hope everybody got that. Um, you are taxpayers. Um, you work jobs. You, you you pay your part. There's different programs that's out here that, you know, you just might not know about. It's help out. It's mercy out here. So that's another tool. That website is www.acf dot hhs dot gov and you're looking for the light heap that's the low income home energy assistance program they help with utility um bills all right they help with utility bills so again these are different tools i got some more for you now don't let nobody poor shame you i'm gonna say it again do not let nobody poor this is your life you have to make do and make means a lot of folks that will poor shame you would never tell you about the different schemes and scams they have going on in their own life to what maintain their own state of living. So we're talking about how you don't take care of your wife, how you don't take care of your kids, how you don't take care of the ones that count on you. And there's different things that your tax dollars has already paid for that will help you along the way. These are tools. Utilize them as needed. Another program that's 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 demonized but it's once again it's a tool it's a mercy it's a help to those is the snap program uh formerly known as the food i don't even think it was ever called was it ever called the food stamp yeah the book did say food food stamps on it (laughs) but it's called snap it's the supplemental nutrition assistance program um again it's um times are hard you have to eat your children have to eat. It's certain things that your tax dollars have, has, has already paid for and allocated. Um, the website is www.dhs.state. Um, for us here is Illinois. Um, this is in every state. So, um, again, don't sit up here and go hungry because folks um, might say, 
It's a lot of folks on food stamps. Let me tell you this. And every, and all of them ain't black. If I'm not mistaken, um, the Afghanistanis that came here, they gave them Section 8 and they gave them food stamps. And I don't think now one of them is going to be ashamed to pull out a food, uh, a food stamp card to pay for food to sustain themselves. Nor are they going to be ashamed to live rent-free. So don't let nobody pour shame you. Uh, uh, um, you 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 use these means that to, to be able to elevate yourself. We're not advocating for this to become a way of life for anybody because you know the Most High command us to do better, and, and and we can and will do better. But these means are in place to be utilized in this uh, to, to 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 better ourselves. All right. So again, um, the SNAP program. Make sure, and also during this pandemic, they've really been putting extra funds into that because they know a lot of people done lost a lot. So um, let's make sure um, that's another tool, okay? Um, also, if you have children, this is a um, a subsidiary program under the uh, SNAP program. It's called WIC, stands for Women, Infant, and Children. I'm going to post that link on here as well. Anything you want to add uh, um, about the WIC, Asha? Um, WIC is, like he said, for women, infant, and children, and children five and under. And they give you things, uh, fruits, grains, the basic necessities for you to be able to maintain. Or are, if you are a breastfeeding mom, they assist you as well. So, um, again, this, this is another tool to make sure that your children is taken care of. We know different jobs and did this and did that. Um, these are different means for survival. Utilize them as needed. Utilize them as needed, okay? Um, and that for WIC, once again, that's www.fns.usda.gov backslash WIC, W-I-C, all right? Another um, tool is um, the housing voucher program. This is what um, a lot of foreign folks from other countries just got a big dose of. And um, they help with rental. Like I said, with, with um, a lot of folks have rent that's due now due to the um, hold being um, lifted. Um, again, this is is another um, program that's in place to help you with your rent. All right, this is another tool. Utilize it as needed. Do not be ashamed by, to be able to survive. We're talking about surviving. We're talking about surviving and not having to do certain things that jeopardize your life or jeopardize your freedom. All right. Um, also, um, so 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 these are different tools. Um, I also want to mention again these things vary pertaining to the state. So, like my wife mentioned earlier, um, you can call is it four one one or three one one? I think it varies depending on what state you're in. To, to and 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 they will give you the information to these programs in your specific area. Utilize them. Don't go hungry. 
don't um um go homeless is different programs that's in place and that our tax dollars are paying for. Utilize them as needed. Another thing that I want to mention is food pantries. Food pantries, um, a lot of times these are ran by, it's some independent places, a lot of times it's ran by religious organizations that get donations for food, they get donations um, for baby supplies, clothes, um, shoes, a, a, a multitude of different things. They have different things that you might utilize those things. We're talking about surviving. It's different um, outlets that you can go to to be able to make it. That you don't have to do something crazy to jeopardize your life or to jeopardize your freedom. Utilize these tools. There they are food pantries everywhere. I know specifically um, the job that I had, I did a lot of driving. So I seen a lot of different folks. They couldn't give away all this food. The government was giving um, these food pantries all type of food allocations. And guess what? They couldn't give it away fast enough. So a lot lot of some of the the most foundational root of anger and, and, and violence outlet is due to folks not able to get a meal. Being hungry. Starving. It's too many programs to be utilized for you to be able to make it in the meantime, between time. Food pantries, they're everywhere. Utilize them. It might be at a Catholic church. So what? Go get it. It might be at a Muslim mosque. It might be at a um, Lutheran place. It, it, it. Wherever the help is, get that help, brother. Get that help, sister. Take care of your family. Live for another day. And to hell with whoever don't like it and don't understand it. They ain't finna pay your bills. They ain't finna put nothing in your belly. All they got is opinions. And you can't get, you can't sustain yourself off opinions. So, um, another thing. Now, this is going to vary depending on where you live because it's a lot of, it's a lot of different social service for training. Like a lot of folks, um, a lot of jobs closed up. So you, you, you know, you, you got to redo your resume. You don't forget how to do a a resume. You might, um, need some job. It's so many, the government is allocating so many funds to, um, different, um, to different folks who got programs in place. It's job training programs that's out here. Um, if you need to be brought up and, and get taught new training skills, um, it's a place. Let me. Um, do I have? I didn't have it. I didn't add it. I didn't add the one we was talking about. It's. I know it's one particular here. Let me put, find it real quick to pull it up. Um, give me a second. It's called Work 360, I think. And it's different programs like this. It's just, you know, 
our people are, are, are complaining and say things ain't there, but then you find out it's certain things that is there that we just ain't utilizing and we ain't spreading the word on. Yeah, it's called Higher 360 Chicago. And uh, in this particular um, agency, train you, pay training to get construction jobs. That's that's here in Chicago. It's called Hire360Chicago.com. All right? Hire360Chicago.com. All right? Um, um, if you're looking to get into, uh, I believe they do construction and something else. I should I, I didn't have this in, in my notes. But this ain't the only um, company or, or, or place that does this. It's a lot of different um, places that do job training, skill training, um, that they're paid by the government to train you for free. This particular place pay you. It's paid training to get into the construction field. They actually put um you you they train you to get um they pay for your fees. They even was um for women that has children, they have daycare. So it's a lot of things that's in place that we are completely ignorant of. Because sometimes folks will have us in a bubble we'll be talking about the same rhetoric all, all damn day and it's other things that you need in your life that's never addressed. Utilize these various tools. Utilize the tools. A lot of this information can be found in libraries, um, I would I would encourage you um to 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 listen and I I know it's different talk radio stations across the country. I know here we listen to um sixteen ninety WVON talk radio. They have a lot of different um things like this dealing with um things that help black folks. Period. So it's a lot of various information that you might have never come across anywhere on social media. But as I know, as I hear information, I definitely will be sharing it with you here on About the Laws podcast because this is a place of information and elevated. We ain't about the drama here. We ain't trying to argue. It's other folks. That's a weird field of expertise. All right. Um, did we address everything? I think that, I think that covers everything we want to cover over today. Any, any last words? Um, Asha, or things that we um about them laws podcast is about helping our people not being a hindrance. Hope you guys have a blessed Sabbath. <laughs> so again, as always, um, happy Sabbath, everybody, man. Um, and, and enjoy this day of rest. Um, if you're able to be around believing brothers, believing sisters, definitely be around, build, enjoy each other. Um, I want to make sure that I again mention, um. It's these schools. Um, again, it's a a school here that's in um, in Gary, Indiana, Israel School of Excellence. Okay, their phone number is two one nine nine seven nine two zero two six two one nine nine seven nine two zero two six. Israel School of Excellence, grades K through eleven. 
Um, their website is um, IsraelSchoolOfExcellence.org. Check them out. Um, this is a, is, um, a school, like I said, it's a lot of weird stuff going on. As always in these public schools, we have solutions. There are alternatives. All right. So, um, Israel School of Excellence, we also have <clears throat> set apart homeschooling academy. This is in Virginia. The, um, the, the number is 757-327-3172. Their email is Set apart academy at gmail.com. This is another solution to those that are in that surrounding area. All right. These two schools, make sure y'all support those. I mean, uh, if they're, of course, you might not be able to send your children there, but again, financially support them. Send, send, send some donations or alms to them to support what they're doing. All right. Um, the kids will definitely enjoy that. <laughs> they're dealing with the, our future, all right? And also, I'll be remiss to mention the, vir- the, the virtual homeschooling co-op. Um, those that got Instagram, you can go to homeschool underscore virtual underscore co-op on Instagram. Their email is homeschoolvirtualcoop at gmail.com. Anything you want to add to that right there, Asha? That's you and the sister, Jill, situation? We just... Thank everybody for their support. Um, like I said last week, we'll be posting about the free winter coat giveaway coming up soon. Free winter coat giveaway coming up soon. All praises to the Most High God. Um, the home, the virtual homeschool co-op will be doing free winter coat gigging giveaways. So make sure you tap in to be able to participate in that. All right. Uh, you've been listening to About the Laws podcast. Again, this is we we talk about solutions. We're looking for to deal to have conversations about things that's gonna um help our people, not hinder our people. Um that might not be the conversation that the most people want to have, but that's what the conversation we're gonna have here. Um same time, same channel. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Sabbath stay in the spirit. Make sure you're studying, make sure you're fasting, make sure you're praying, make sure you're keeping the most high God's law, statutes, and commandments. Let's make sure that we're keeping his high holy days, okay? And um, with that, we don't say shalom. Remember, uh, I'm going to read Hebrews 2 and 1 real quick. I'm going to end it on this. Hebrews 2 and 1. Hebrews 2 and 1. It says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things that which we have heard, least at any time we should let them slip. So we went over a whole lot today. This definitely is a podcast. This definitely is a broadcast that needs to be um, viewed a few times to go over the information, to write down the information. But um, again, we have to take what we went over in any topic that we go over here serious. Everybody is going to die at some point. That's in, that's inevitable. But how is you preparing is just and important. Do right by your wife and, ch- and, and your children. Do right by your husband. And why can't I mention husbands? Some husbands, you know, they, they might be set. W- wife, you might have to set these, these things up. He might be being influenced by, by other people that's 
putting his head in different places and putting this at the bottom of the list. But this involves you. This involves you and involve them kids that folks will forget if he ain't around. Go ahead, Ash. Something you want to add to that? While we get up out there. So um let's 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 make I can't stress it and I want to hit home because I know too many brothers with kids, too many brothers with a wife. And they're allocating all their time, all their effort, and all their family money toward things that their wife and their kids cannot access or sustain them if he's not around. So this is very serious, very urgent. Let's take care of man's business. The, the, the law is if we don't provide for that providing for the house is levels to that. And it don't have an expiration date once you're dead. And I'm sorry we don't have the temple set up. We're not in the order where, where, where someone is going to take care of the widows. And fatherless children. It don't exist in these times. So do right by your wife. Do right by your kids and get these things in order. Wives of your husbands are not that um, advanced on, on organizing and putting these things together. Make sure your Proverbs um, 31 says and take care of the business. Well, all he have to do, hey, baby, look, just sign right here. I took care of it. I'm making sure that our family is going to be all right. Y'all a team. Work as a team, all right? So with that, we're going to say shalom until the next time, all right? Happy Sabbath to everybody.